Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIDA, ABQ.FM, AM 1490, KRSN, and all the places you can listen to us. Los Alamos, Española, Santa Fe, Albuquerque, Socorro, Grant. Gather on in, folks, for news you can truly really only hear here. As always, we get Dio Besco. We'll get to him a little bit uh, later on in the show. And then, of course, uh, Rudy Grande on traffic and weather. But uh, boy, do I have the rest of the story here for you. And I know that uh, a lot of you out there have been trying to gather some information. And, and again, you know, it's nice to see this uh, above the fold. It's nice to see, you know, suspect sought in quadruple slaying, arrested, and full-time on-the-job Matthew Risen. I think I run a business. I, I think I'm running for Congress. I've got a bunch of other stuff kind of going on. And I still get time to go ahead and find all the right resources and sources so I can get you all of the information. So this is going to shake you to your core, okay? This is going to raise incredible chills up and down your spine. I think then this is going to open up a broader conversation today about our criminal justice system, how our judges work, how our district attorneys work, and how... We are literally allowing our citizens to be in peril, in danger at any time. Crime is important. You know it, I know it, and we're doing very little. We just had our second uh, Coronado Mall shooting last night while we were on air about uh, 6.15. Uh, another shooting, two in as, uh, almost as many days, three days. And it just sort of crushes the spirit. And I've been in touch with, uh, let's just say, victims' families and trying to kind of uncover what's happening because it, it'll never be able to be fully sealed. These people will never be able to made whole, be made whole. Once you lose a loved one, that's it. You lose them forever. And especially if you lose them just like this, just when you know it could have been prevented, when you know that your elected government officials, your appointed government officials... When you know that they, something could have happened to have prevented your sister, your brother, your husband, your aunt, your children could have been, been done to prevent a killing, a murder, you'd say, well, why didn't we do something? So let's give you the rest of the story with regard to Sean Lannon. And as we speak, you have Grant's PD making a trip to St. Louis, Missouri. Nothing's been done to Missouri because... He's just there. That's where he was picked up. And you have APD, which is looking to interview Sean Lane for the first time. So follow carefully from the top to the bottom the sequence of events, okay? And uh, we're going to go ahead and put this out there uh, on the rockoftalk.chat uh, for a complete review so you can go ahead and get all the information out. So Sean Lannon got divorced, filed in 2018. In 2019, they ultimately get divorced, and somehow this man gets awarded custody of the children, okay? And uh, you can look all this kind of stuff up, and there it is. He gets, he, he gets um, divorced from Jennifer Lynn. Uh, 
they've had a hard time at a bankruptcy, uh, moving across the country from New Jersey to here. She's a nurse. Uh, he apparently worked at the plant. And they had, from all accounts, a pretty tumultuous time together in their relationship. Now, I'm constantly thinking of the kids the whole time. That's all I can think of is there's three children. I don't know how old their children are, but something's in my head, and that, that's really bothering me because I'm thinking of, well, what happened to the mother? What happened to the mother here in this whole situation? So somewhere around January the 17th to January the 30th, it's during this time that those three individuals were killed in Grants, New Mexico. John Lannon was kind of still living with his ex-wife, in and out and in and out and in and out. It was kind of back and forth, okay? But they both occupied the residence, whether temporarily or whatever. They had their mailing residence at 817 Kingman in uh, Grants, New Mexico. Now, from what I understand, he was kicked out of his residence at 817 Kingman in Grants, New Mexico. And... Mata, Justice Mata, was dating or with or a couple now with uh, Jennifer Lannon, okay, working as a nurse, what have you. Now, Mike Miller, I think that is, was his name, is that uh, correct? I uh, want to say that young man. He's been through hell. The good kid. He lost his dad five months ago. Lost his mom six months ago to a medical issue. Then he became very close with his grandparents, then lost his grandparents back-to-back -back somewhere, uh, maybe before Christmas, around Christmas, maybe after Christmas. Lost his, his grandparents recently. But he's a good kid, and he wanted to help his friend because it had just been discovered that Sean somehow just discovered that just, uh, Justin, that was his name, uh, Mata was with his ex-wife, Jennifer Lannon. And he had custody of the whole kid. So this guy literally loses his mind. He shoots Jennifer once in the head. Then he bludgeons Justin Mata to death. So Justin, I'm sorry. Justin Mata. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, help me with the details on this in case I don't get it correct. And then Mike Miller must have been somewhere in the periphery, probably just there to help and say, hey, hey, bro. I need some backup. Her ex-husband's going crazy. I've been dating this girl. I don't know if she knows that I'm, the, you know, whatever. It's all sorted at that point. But all three of them lose their lives, okay? Now, Sean Lannon, we'll talk about the other pieces uh, here in a moment. Sean Lannon, 18, 817, was kicked out of that, pro that, that property. Now, right about the time we're all enjoying the... The Super Bowl, sometime in then, Sean is, remember, imagine, he still has his kids at this time. Think about this for a second. He still has his children. Okay? So I'm, I'm freaking out right now thinking about, what about the kids? There's three kids. Where are the kids? You know, I guess there was a quote-unquote nanny. And I'm going to relate this back to Albuquerque, and then you're going to get freaked out. <laughs> just in case, just in case the story doesn't go f f far enough yet. But sometime during that time, from 17th to 30th, it's like, okay, well, what happens? Where are the families? So, so Mike Miller loses his grandparents, and he doesn't really have any family to speak of. So no one's really going to report him missing. Jennifer, she's on oxycodone on and off, apparently, and on drugs, okay, having a substance abuse problem. 
Apparently, there's also a substance abuse problem with uh, with uh, Sean Lannon and uh, Justin Mata. Not any idea of uh, whether or not he's on any sort of sort of substance abuse, but that could possibly be there. Now, the reason why there is so much of a gap of time is because, according to police and according to officers, that people are not really missing unless there's exigent circumstances. There has to be exigent circumstances or suspicious circumstances. Uh, a vehicle missing. Something that is completely and totally misplaced that is normally expected to be here. There's no way to make this determination that anything's happening in that family or what, what's going on. People are trying to like, okay, well, what, yeah, what, what is happening? You know, no, no one was asking any of these questions. So he had time to chop up and dismember both Justin Mata's body, stick it in a plastic container, multiple plastic containers, and then additionally chop up Mike Miller's body, stick it in multiple containers, those plastic containers, and store it away. He did not dismember his ex-wife. He basically was able to crush, apparently, her smallish body into one container. No idea how big or what have you. So here we are, three or four containers in a house... Potentially with three kids, at least, if you can even even imagine this level of evil that's here. And apparently he's sleeping day in, day out. This is all going on. No one's reported missing. Uh, nothing happened here. It's Sleepy Town in Grants, New Mexico. Okay? Now, the reports uh, inevitably go out, and still nothing really there. Well, here's where it gets bad, because a whole entire month goes by the wayside because Sean Lannon is picked up on an arrest warrant for a misdemeanor which the good detective in Grants, New Mexico is trying to figure out, long story short hey, you know what, we, we've got some missing people here, we're, there's a missing uh, vehicle uh, to one of the associates at the beginning of February you're not really coming forth with any information and well, we need to find out what's going on because apparently they have looked at his place, bleached, perfect, nothing's going on. Zero's going on. And he is supposed to be kicked out of that house. Well, here's what's really interesting. He's out of that house before Super Bowl. And he has people who are helping him move to Albuquerque, New Mexico, right up the street on San Pedro and Gibson, where he's going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, apparently. Okay. So, those people were murdered, 17th through the 30th. The apartment complex is where he's hanging out. Uh, there's only one that's right there. That's called the Pearl. Okay? There's no storage containers, by the way, there. Just so you know, in I mean, storage facilities. You can't, there's no, like, anything like that. Now, I'm going to bring this into the prevented, the, what could have been prevented, which is the death of Mr. Six-year-old Randall Apostolon. Okay? Good, good man. Yeah, he's always looking for work, looking to help people. And we'll, that'll forward us to March 2nd. There's apparently two individuals who attempted to help Sean move here back and forth to Grants. Well, what happened in the middle of all that is he was brought into custody on February the 25th by Grants PD. Grants PD is looking at this as a, a violent misdemeanor. For beating his ex-wife. There's already a record for it. He's divorced from her. He beat his ex-wife. 
And because of the Charlie Daniels tool and because of the threat risk assessment tool, which is also known as we've oftentimes referred to it here, the Arnold tool, and I've talked about that over and over, the bail reform tool, he was allowed to go ahead and leave five days later on March the 2nd. Comes in February 25th, leaves March the 2nd. Now, the good detective in Grants puts out the APB and says, well, you can have arrest warrant a warrant anywhere. This guy's, uh, you know, potentially dangerous. But because there's no priors or anything, well, there's really, really nothing to look at in the midst of all this. So now, <laughs> these people who were reported missing to Sean, Sean went to jail, retained for five days the Charlie Daniels tool. Neither the district attorney in Grants County nor the judge sign off on the warrant to commit him for a longer period of time. That's crazy. All three of those individuals killed at his house. He had the time to go ahead and bleach everything, get rid of it. Miller being Mata's friend, wife shot in head, uh, single shot to head. He still has the three kids. He still has the three kids. Okay? He had to have an accomplice or somebody who was associated with him who was helping him during this entire time. Okay? So he moves from Kingman here to Albuquerque, New Mexico, to the Pearl Apartments. He unloaded these packages, quote-unquote packages, the plastic uh, containers that are all there. I don't know if those stayed over at the apartments or if those were moved to a storage facility or if those were just left in the car. Okay? That's on Gibson and San Pedro. That misdemeanor warrant, after being evicted from his house, moving to the apartment on Gibson... He's in Albuquerque from after the Super Bowl back and forth until Grants, New Mexico. I mean, until um, the 25th, and once he has to go back to Grants, New Mexico. Okay? So these warrants are all issued and APDs involved. Now, as soon as he gets out, first thing he does is he's trying to figure out a way to hightail it out of here. Okay? He knows that they're on to him. He's basically a fugitive. I don't remember an APB putting out on this guy during that time. At this point, it's like, well, we let him go on his own recognizance. He seems to be fine. There's nothing going to be. The risk assessment tool says is he's not a risk. We can't find anything on him. Uh, the only thing he's ever done is beat his wife, who's now missing, and we can't seem to find her. And we believe his cockamamie story about him, his, his ex-wife, and her new boyfriend selling a bunch of Oxycontin pills down in Phoenix, Arizona. Well, he comes here, and when he's desperate, apparently he has one hell of a temper. And as was said in the paper, uh, these containers, right, they, they they found that on Thursday, but it stunk really bad by Friday. Can't imagine those things, uh, the, the bodies were dismembered and kept over at the apartments. Had to be a storage facility somewhere or somebody possibly helping him during that time. And maybe or maybe not, they didn't know what it was. They had to have to a uh, head under a pillow as far as I'm concerned. If you could pick it up just by going through a security detail at the Sunport at one in the morning on that Friday. He leaves with his three kids on that Thursday, flies straight out to Philly. Kids are now wherever their their kids happen to be, he's still thinking about those kids. And he, he's off and running after they discover that. So last uh Friday, Dowd was March the fourth? Yeah, uh, the Friday was fifth. the fifth. Yep. Okay. So he gets on that uh plane on the fourth and March the 5th, that stuff is discovered over there. From the time that he was desperate, he somehow ran into, met Randall Apostolon. 
here in Albuquerque, a murder that happened here. He took him for his truck, almost no country for old men style, if you will. You remember that movie uh, very well. And he put the containers in there, and Randall helped him with all that because he was what he does. He does side jobs from what we can tell. It wasn't uh, homeless from what any anybody can tell, but the news media seems to keep writing it like that as, as, a, as if he was associated somehow uh, with, with this group of individuals, but he, he simply wasn't. And he's bludgeoned to death. That death could have been prevented. And the latest death, a 66-year-old back in New Jersey, could also have been prevented. Had we actually done our job here in the state of New Mexico in grants and with the Albuquerque Police Department, they had enough information to keep him behind bars. Let's see, the wife is missing, her ex-husband, her uh, boyfriend is missing, from what they can tell. They're out doing drugs, according to Sean, and... He has a prior? Did nobody ever even think to look at his uh, misdemeanor assault on his own ex-wife and not think that that was somehow peculiar? That was somehow something that we should have kept, you know, uh, put, put some information out? So he's able to kill not one, but two individuals, all while he still has his kids. The Albuquerque Police Department, the Grants Police Department, the both cities, municipalities, are both culpable in the death of Randall Apostle, in my opinion. I can't see this any other way. If there's some other information that's going to surface, they can't prevent that necessarily from happening, of course. But the fact that you had someone who should have been a suspect, who should have been behind bars, tells me, and this is all what it's, what it's all about, ultimately, is we're just pretty easy on crime. Whether it's that Arnold tool... Uh, the threat assessment tool that, that they use, uh, the lack of bail reform, the Char Charlie Daniels law, as we've talked about. It makes me sick to no end that we have two deaths that could have been prevented after what this man already did. There's a lot more information now coming forth because uh, they're now looking for, in addition to the accomplices uh, or the people who may have helped them during this time, you also have... Um, the man that's on the front page of yesterday's paper, Daniel Lemos. Now, the thought is, is there's an awful lot of drug trafficking going on. Oxycontin was certainly the uh, drug of choice there of the Landons. They had, he had possession of them. They would, I guess, use the drugs to blame one another. But Daniel Lemos um, has been picked up on narcotics in the past. You look that up, uh, he's been picked up on narcotics. But because of our turnstile justice system... After catching him with a pound of meth and maybe about $2,000 cash or so, he's kicked back out two days later. Two days later after having a pound of meth. And here's what I have to say to you today, because we have to backtrack a little. Daniel Lemos is most likely here in the Albuquerque area. And he's probably going to have some information on this, and... Yes, he might be armed and dangerous, but uh, this is more of maybe exposing uh, some of that drug trafficking that's going back and forth between Albuquerque and a sleepy little town 60 miles uh, west of Albuquerque called Grants, New Mexico. We're all speechless knowing that these two deaths could have been prevented. And the fact that it was moved to really sort of a byline last night and there was almost no coverage at all, and then it was nice to see the Albuquerque Journal 
have it at the uh, top fold of the page uh, today. But the danger, uh, folks, I believe still might be out there just a little bit for one reason or another. They do have Sean Lannon in in in, uh, in custody in Missouri, but I do wonder if we bring him back to the uh, to Albuquerque, what are we actually going to do to him? Are we going to be able to hold him accountable for what's happened? We don't have the death penalty here, from what I know, uh, Dowd. We do not. Uh, and, I, and I know that uh, this isn't the type of place where we lock it up and uh, throw away the key, and he's no doubt going to pick up a, uh, a defense attorney here locally. But shouldn't the victims, uh, particularly uh, Randall Apostolon's, uh family, I mean, from the way you look at it, don't you see that the city is perhaps culpable for what's happened here by not keeping them behind bars? And how many other deaths that are just like this that they could also keep people uh, they could have kept people behind bars, but we let them out anyway, anyway, and two days later they're committing another crime and taking out one of your loved ones here. It was interesting to see yesterday in New Jersey all the outrage. 66-year-old man is murdered in his uh, bedroom community. Things seem to be all good and fine and 66 years old, and there's nothing that should be going on, and lo and behold, there's a murder in their neighborhood, and they're upset about it. People are angry. And they put out an all-points bulletin, a nationwide manhunt for what they had there. I wish we had the same approach to crime here. It's not the police officer's fault. It's the judge. It's the district attorney. It's our judicial system that we voted for. It's our criminal justice system that we voted for in all of this. That Arnold tool, that threat assessment tool, needs to be removed and removed immediately. I call on the district attorney today to remove that however they possibly can. I know that the state legislature is still in session. This is something that one of the state senators or uh, House members should immediately call based upon just this information coming from this alone. We've seen how it doesn't work. Darian Bashir being the classic example of that. Shooting at police in February of 2019 with an AK-47. Three months later, gunning down on uh, Cinco de Mayo weekend in Knob Hill. And we were blaming the guns. We're blaming everything else when we know it's the politicians. We know it's the judges. We know it's the district attorneys who are ultimately responsible for what happens. No matter how good they look in their suits, no matter how nice they speak out in front of uh, people, and no matter how good their reelection campaigns are going. 550-5500. That's 550-5500. It was just right up the road, hanging out uh, across from the... Uh, Stripes Burrito Place uh, there, Dowd. There he is. I mean, we may have uh, run into him. Maybe maybe I was on my way to you know, go, go, go grab a, uh, grab a uh, quick salad at uh, Dion. That's just disturbing. I mean, thinking that I could have crossed paths with this guy and that he should have been behind bars. And we've got uh, three chopped or two chopped up bodies here and his ex-wife. All in plastic containers, just hanging out for nearly a month here in the city of Albuquerque. Look away, folks. Look away. Just pretend, pretend that where you live is this nice, serene, wonderful place. Unless you crack down on the criminals and the crime here in the city of Albuquerque, this type of thing will continue to happen. 429 back and forth. Do what you love. Deliver your best. You do life, and we'll make sure you get the best back. That's how we roll. We do taxes. Liberty Tax. You do life. We do taxes. 
I need something sweet. Chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. But not just from anywhere. It must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now, 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. Or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manola, Louisiana. Pumpkin pecan waffle with Sunny Side Up's own banana nut syrup and pumpkin iced coffee. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like.com. All right, time to put things together starting with the weather. It's just going to be a windy couple of days. Rain is coming on Saturday. 
But still, the temp's not too terribly bad, close to 70 degrees by the time we get to Friday. Right now in Los Alamos, up on the hilltop, it's 51 degrees, blowing at 21 miles an hour in uh, Rio Rancho at Intel at 65. And winds are gusting up to 25 here at the Rock of Talk with 67 degrees. All right, you need to know this as you leave Kirtland Air Force Base, the northbound side of Eubank is going to be a little tough nut to crack under 15 miles an hour between Central up to I-40. If you're heading into the South Valley, Coors Boulevard southbound under 15 miles an hour between Fortuna and Blue Water. And Unser not much better getting into the South Valley. Southbound on Unser under 10 miles an hour, Blue Water all the way to Central. News Traffic Report brought to you by Life Spring at Salon Helena, home of Kangen Water. I was in there today, and I, Mike, can I get a gallon of that Kangen Water? I hear great things. And he said, absolutely. You go in, this is on at Live Spring and Salon Helena. They're on Manal, just west of Wyoming. And he does. He'll, he'll have a gallon of Kangen water because I guarantee once you drink one gallon, you're going to say, God, this really is refreshing. It is right. All right. That's Live Spring and Salon Helena. And they brought us our traffic. And now it's time to dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 435 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KFVA, ABQ.FM, AM 1490 KRSN, Santa Fe, Los Alamos. And thanks for listening to that opener, however hard it is. If some of you had to shut off your radios, you know, kids in the car, you're just tired of hearing about that stuff. I truly understand, but there is a massive number of people who tuned in. And thank you all for who all who pay attention to our app, download it now, rockoftalk.com. We have an app for that, and we have a rockoftalk.tv. So uh, also there's all things at abq.fm, which bring you uh, 65 great radio stations. And I know, uh, Dowd, we have a uh, more criminal justice reform. Uh, we are handcuffing our cops. They can't do their jobs. Uh, some rumors, information has come forth that they are losing a number of uh, police officers who no longer want to work for the department. Uh, new boss, same as the old boss, uh, more politics, hiring a very uh, uh, astute political operative, uh, at least according to uh, Mike Geyer. And then on the flip side of that is in you know, Medina, uh, the brand-new police chief doesn't have a whole lot of power in terms of what he's doing. And then we have our criminal justice reform. I mean, is it any? this is uh, crime by design that's happening here in the city of Albuquerque. Yeah, and I, I think the, 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 the problem that I'm exploring lately is the extent to which the right and the left have come together in recent years. You know, you've got George Soros and the Koch brothers coming right. together on, on criminal justice system, system reform, and I'm behind a, a lot of that, and I've worked on a couple of these issues. The problem that I'm starting to encounter more and more, particularly in light of the last year, 2020, where, I mean, I think it was, what, we're up over 20% murders in, in the major cities in America throughout 2020. Or and, 400%. And, and in Albuquerque, you were, you know, forget it. So, is it, can you go too far when you're, when you're critiquing over criminalization, which I think has been a thing in our, in our society the last 30 years, and Joe Biden was a big, proud law and order guy, now he's Mr. Abolish the Police, it shows what kind of colossal phony he is. Um, can you, can you go too far with these reforms? And, what popped up on my screen uh, a couple days ago was this SB 247, and I think it, it rises to the level, folks, potentially, uh, depending on your perspective, of a, of a kill bill. It regards sentencing for juveniles, and, and you were talking about if, if, the, if the right steps had been taken, inter, intervening with what was going on with this man, could we have avoided uh, some of these killings? And I think this gets to that, which is why I thought maybe we'd bring in the kill bill a little early today. This is sponsored by two of our real greats, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Senator Antoinette Cedillo-Lopez and Representative Dayan Hawkman-Vihill. 
uh, it would prohibit minors convicted of serious crimes from receiving life sentence without the possibility of parole. So 10 to 15 years is what it gives them, right, it, before it, they get a parole hearing. It, it gives them 15 years. They made some revisions to the As the bill stands right now, you can be convicted of a crime at 18, and I'm going to run through some of these crimes. These are not low-level crimes. You can be convicted at 15, and 15 years later, you're 33 years old, and a generous parole board can let you out. I don't know, folks. That sounds a little too generous for me. Uh, then you get a five-year interval where they re-explore you every time. You can still be let out at a very young age uh, for convicting, uh, for committing serious crimes. Okay, one of these crimes is first-degree murder. Uh, you are classified a serious youthful offender if you're between 15 and 18 uh, and you're convicted of first-degree murder. You would qualify for that 15-year uh, first crack at parole uh, as a serious youthful offender. And a, if you are a youthful offender, that means an individual 14 to 18. I don't know, folks, 18, I think you're, you're old enough to be treated like an adult, but 14 to 18, if you are convicted of a number of these other crimes, then these crimes are pretty, they may not be first-degree murder, they're pretty dang serious. Kidnapping, aggravated battery on a police officer, dangerous use of explosion, uh, explosives, uh, criminal sexual abuse, abuse of a child that results in great, bo uh, great bodily harm or death. Um, these are serious crimes, and you potentially under this bill at 18, when you should know better, could serve as little as 15 years in jail. Um, I'm all for criminal justice reform, rational. We lost your uh, we lost your feed down. Hold up. I'm oh, I'm sorry. Oh, there we go. go uh, just imagine someone who really isn't rehabilitated, and of course a lot of people go to jail and they become even more dangerous and more violent and, and more crazed, let out in your early 30s after committing one of these crimes and you've got decades of crime ahead of you you know crime is committed generally by younger men you're still quite healthy you got a lot of years to bulk up with the, the weightlifting in the weight room uh, and be uh, in your early 30s and still be back on the streets i think this bill frankly again as someone who a civil libertarian who thinks we need to uh, we have imposed uh, we have reformed some of our criminal justice system and we continue should should continue to make smart justice reforms this to me, is a little too indulgent, and I'm just curious about your perspective, Eddie. I mean, running well, for could office. Well, you be more clear, I'd like for you to say it more exacting, because saying it's indulgent is just saying, well, you know, we can modify it. Uh, I mean, first-degree murder is first-degree murder. He'll, uh, we used to have this phrase, being tried as an adult means being tried as an adult. Uh, now we're going to use a cutoff age, yep. you know, that is just going to be uniform. I mean, were you aware of the difference between right and wrong? Did you have a weapon? What lengths did you go to go ahead and, and accomplish that? You know, there was a long time ago in the 80s, a young boy, I believe, that he was uh, 13 or 14, had murdered his family. Uh, and I, This is not the first time that that's happened. There was another one uh, who was, uh, by the way, related to a, uh, a politician uh, here, uh, last name uh, Hispanic, uh, started with a G, and somehow they were trying to let him out. You might have, he murdered, I think he took out five of his family members, and a family was associated with the church here. I don't want to be too specific, so I don't want to open up a can of worms, uh, you, you know, right now. But, you know, we shouldn't have cutoffs. Uh, you know, try it as an adult. I thought we had psychiatrists and psychologists who could make sort of that assessment at that, at that time. And now, just to make some of those uh, uniform, 
with the latest uh, homicide here uh, happening in Albuquerque was of a 17-year-old at Coronado Mall, likely probably killed by somebody underage. Yep. Does somebody become, uh, you know, do their own risk assessment and say, hey, what the hell, I'm going to be out in 10 to 15 years anyway. I'm 15, I'm 16, I'm going to take out this other guy who's 17 years of age because he's hitting on my... I mean, you're literally going to be on that uh, uh, sort of assessment. So, in my opinion, first-degree murder is first-degree murder. And I think I don't... I'm not one to believe in rehabilitation of people who are pedophiles or murderers. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. think it has to be a uniform, buttoned uh, sentence for the crime. And it should be waged that way. Not, uh, well, let's go ahead and uh, have him. He deserves his day in court. When, the, when, when literally the guy has committed to making that crime. Uh, I don't think it's indulgent anyway. I think it should just be uniform across the board, and it should be life sentence or the death penalty. Well, it make people think a lot differently about crime here in the state of New Mexico. Will that ever happen? I don't know how many states have the death penalty anymore, but I think uh, they just reestablished in states like South Carolina... Uh, death by hanging or firing squad. <laughs> yes, they, I think yes, what the they did. Yeah, yeah, they they allow that now. Yes. Yeah, I I have to say that you know New Mexico just loves its criminals. We love rehabilitation. We love our pot. We love our alcohol. We have just this culture, and we sort of poke fun at it to a certain degree. But there are no penalties. Mm -hmm. You walk into a, 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 a and let's just talk about a gateway. Uh, entryway type of um, you, know, you get a little adrenaline. You're gonna go steal something out of Walmart. Well, you didn't. The, the flat screens aren't even a thousand dollars. You walk out of Walmart with a flat screen for eight hundred dollars. They're gonna let you go, no matter where you took that or what you did. And you're probably gonna be able to keep that up. And they're gonna write you up because they cannot prosecute you. And if you are under the age of of eighteen, I believe, and you commit a thousand dollar or nine hundred ninety nine dollars ninety nine cent crime. Uh, they can't do anything to you. I mean, I don't even think they can put you in front of a judge at this point. But I'm looking at, at some of the things that are just, you know, perusing the Albuquerque Journal. And we're watching not in no more than three nights, not one, but two people shot. And we're not even including the Longhorn uh, Steakhouse uh, uh, shooting from, I believe, what was that, last Friday? Mm-hmm. Last Friday or Saturday, so that's three when you really think of it in a in a populous area. People aren't afraid of any of the repercussions any longer, and I think the earlier we can make it, uh, you know, those repercussions, the, I think the better it is for everybody. Uh, just for the specifics on this juvenile justice bill, it's SB two forty seven. It has made it through the Senate. Of course, yeah. uh, it's made it through two committees in the Senate and uh -huh. it went to a four vote twenty eight uh, to eleven and. It's interesting, Eddie. You're talking about applying there's the same. Three Republicans that jumped on board with it. Uh, let me see where we got. Yeah, Let's I see. think there's three Republicans uh, that jumped on board. Ba, 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 ju, 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 ju. Uh, Ron, Ron Griggs, I guess, is a Republican. He voted for uh -huh. it. Yeah, Ron Griggs. Gay Kernan. Yep. Okay. Yep. She voted for it. And you have one more. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Is is? No, no, no. Hickey's not. I think he's not. Uh, Anyhow, this was talked about last. Yeah, time. Neville. Neville is the okay. third. The third. Yeah. So third this one. is this is this has been talked about uh, on the television last night. But again, it's uh, way too soft, and I can't believe, given the level of homicides that we've had here, uh, we now have officially, I think, uh, 24. If you count uh, uh, Mr. Apostolon, who lost his life because. The damn Albuquerque police and the Grants police didn't do their job to keep him. Well, actually, it wasn't them. It's not the police department. Excuse me. It's the district attorney and the judge. Uh, there you go. So. And, and just what offended me the most, even more than just the, the obvious problems with this bill, it's being lobbied 
the, the tactics being used to lobby with this, and I've seen it in other criminal justice uh, uh, legislative battles, is the the teen brain is not developed. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't understand delayed gratification. It it, it has no impulse control, and it's curious, Eddie, because you're a father of two young boys. Those boys are filled with testosterone. I see them running around. I raised a boy, you know, completely on my own, no help with with anyone for eleven year, years when I was back east. He, he had parents and grandparents. I just make that joke. Um, he's, he's 16 now. He's about to turn 17. He's in that age group now where if he committed one of these crimes, uh, he'd be uh, allowed to have this more indulgent sentencing. And I just think by arguing this, you know, by the sociologists and the, try out the neurologists who talk about the development of the brain. Who cares? They, they're trying to make this argument that, uh, that somehow a child can't understand right and wrong my 16-year-old nephew knows that murder is wrong. He had a very good upbringing. He was surrounded by family who taught him morals. So are we just basically, surrender, as we do in New Mexico, surrendering the fact that parents have an obligation and the community at whole, the church, and everything that inter- intervenes in a child, uh, it doesn't matter because the science indicates that they can't understand this. So, you know, that's just science. Follow the science. Uh, it seems to me a lot of our listeners raise children of good moral character who know that it's not right to commit arson or murder or sexual assault of a child or cause bodily d- d- damage to a child, killing a child uh, at 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Uh, regardless of, yeah, that's a crazy time, puberty and all that, but there's still a hell of a lot of kids in this country who had good upbringings, who know right oh. from wrong, uh, even though their voice is changing and there's a little uh, fur Down. happening on their face, they still know right from wrong and to make this argument that we're going to bring in the brain scans showing, well, we can't hold these kids responsible. Yeah. That is, def- as, as, uh, yeah. as the senator said, defining deviancy down Daniel Patrick Moynihan. And we have not done well in this country the last 30, 40 years defining deviancy down. I think, I think, uh, I think the whole entire idea about even having one ounce of sympathy for anybody who has killed uh, four or five people or one person at any point. I mean, you lock it up, you, th- you throw, the way, uh, the, throw away the key, uh, you, there, there should be no life sentences. I mean, there should be capital punishment here in this country. Uh, we, we know what they do in other states, and it's very successful, and they have uh, low crime. You don't talk about rehabilitation of these criminals, uh, especially when you have these liberals who like to talk about one- and two-child uh, you know, <laughs> policies uh, that are out there. There's just a, a right and wrong, and he shot somebody, and who cares about what he went through? Let's think more about justice for the families. But that has just completely been wiped by the way. So we just don't care any longer. It's like, oh, what a sad thing what happened. But how are we going to get that guy back out there? And how? why did you do it? We want to really understand. Like, these cop shows or the crime shows or what drove him to finally do it? I mean, you know what drove him to do it? The guy's a murderer. Uh, you know what drove him to do it? The guy's a criminal. He's a drug dealer. He's, he's some... Don't think... You don't want to rehabilitate any of those people. You lock it up, you throw away the key, you move on with the rest of society. He said, there's a repercussion for what you did. You will never be able to pay the price because they will never be able to get uh, their their loved one back. And that's really the, the long and the short of it. it. But this is, hey, here you go, three Republicans and the rest of the Democrats saying, we got to start thinking about rehabilitation for uh, child murderers. No, no, thank you. We do not want them back out here uh, on the streets of, of New Mexico. Oh, and, and also, yeah, you talk about children. Yeah. 14, 
15, 16, 17, 18, aren't these the ages that they want kids to be voting now? They hand out condoms. They think kids can be at that age and sexually yeah. active. Right. So are they adults or aren't they adults? Yeah. Let's make a decision, folks, and stick with it. Yeah, I agree. I think that's uh, you know definitely the case. So thank you for that. I'm glad we uh, had that out there, and I think it was uh, worth the uh, back and forth on that. But there, in my opinion, there's just no debate. It's just wrong, wrong, wrong all the way across it. I'm not surprised that all the Democrats and three Republicans jumped in to rehabilitate murderers. Cellophane flowers never happened for me. Sleeping the day off, watching the night fall, covering nowhere. In most cases, recovery of your stolen vehicle is not the reunion you had hoped it would be. It may have been trashed, torched, contaminated by toxic chemicals and more, or used to commit additional crimes. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device prevents theft in the first place. 505-550-4994. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. The best website and app for radio is abq.fm. Over 60 stations to choose from, including classic rock, grunge, R&B, country, new wave, trance, even faith and gospel. All at abq.fm on your mobile device or computer. Sun's Up and Dine-In Tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manolan, Louisiana. Breakfast and lunch at Sunny Side Up. You know, it just doesn't get any better. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like dot com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. 
Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. Time to put things together, starting with the weather, where it's blowing at about 21, gusting up to 25 miles an hour outside right now. And that's the story through uh, Saturday, and then comes the rain. Right now, though, at the Cottonwood Mall, it's 69 degrees, 59 at Harris with crystal clear skies, and 67 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, I-25 southbound, that's starting to lose some speed. Jefferson on over to Montgomery, probably just driving into the sunset because it really is not a, there's no accident or anything there. Also, don't forget Wyoming southbound between Claremont and Apache. That's just beyond Manal. Only one left lane to get by on. They're working on the right two lanes. And it's wrong the drive all the way back to Candelaria. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Sunny Side Up. Dining tables are open. And they're ready to satisfy your cravings with tasty meals, including the carrot cake pancake with sweet cream cheese drizzle. And homemade cinnamon butter. Now, that's what made the difference. I had one this morning. you got to go sunny side up on Manal and Louisiana. Sunny.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, uh, 455. Rudy, we'll go there. Don't you worry. Oh, it's tasty. Well, you, you don't have to go to the fact that you were there this morning and rub it in our face. It's really kind of not cool, actually. Sorry, you know, didn't mean to do that. Appreciated if you know there's some of us that uh, don't get to go to frequent all the places that you get to go to all the time. So uh, maybe uh, that should serve as some sort of a guilt trip again uh, for Rudy to go ahead and bring it in. We're just going to make you do it. You keep doing that. That's what I'm going to do. I oh, I just had some this morning. Oh uh, oh, I'm sorry. Had you not eaten yet? Uh, I'm going to run out and go get some lunch. Uh, how about I'm going to run out and go say, go go get some lunch. You want anything? You need something? Can I right? It's kind of the thing, right? Uh, when I bring it... Anyway, I love you, Rudy. I love you too, Eddie. <laughs> and I love that pancake. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Sorry. I'll call you in the Kiva. Okay. So I have a couple things I want to mention. Uh, I think uh, I who is this? I have no idea. Uh, please, uh, come in with an introduction with such a wonderful, beautiful voice. Go ahead. <laughs> My name is Deborah. Uh, oh, hi, Deborah. Uh, I thought it was you. Hi. So... This town, and I'm sure there's many cities and states like this, but thank goodness there are many that are not. But the bottom line is uh, there's a lot of things going on. I have a friend who's a new police officer, and he got an altercation. uh, The criminal tried to go for his partner's gun, and he uh, literally hit him with the butt of his gun, Mm -hmm. and they suspended him. They suspended him. So, for how long? Uh, you know? Um, 
I think it was two months. But anyway, the bottom Without line is... pay? I didn't ask that, but he... They uh, they can't defend themselves, and they can't no. defend the public. They right. cannot use any kind of what they call, quote-unquote, excessive force. Right. Well, this guy was a criminal. They were trying to arrest him, and he was going for his partner's gun. Yep. What do you think the person is supposed to do? Why do we think we okay. have multiple police officers retiring? And now what's happening uh, yeah. up in Santa Fe? Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, this is why I think I saw a report. I'm just, I'm just going to put it out like there like this. I think we're under under 700 officers, despite what Mayor Keller is saying. Oh, th- th- we do not get the truth. We know that. Mm-hmm. I'm so I had called you months ago about that, what was going on at uh, with a newspaper called Searchlight, and the Navajo Nation and marijuana being grown there, mm-hmm. and a lot of yeah. those farms were uh, being um, managed by Chinese, Chinese nationalists yeah. mm-hmm. who were, were brought here. Well, that whole story wasn't covered. That's why the COVID was so high in the Navajo Nation. I mean, that to me is our governor, our mayor, our criminal justice system being the criminals. Yep. It's like they're letting them get away with this stuff. and They're not telling the public. Now, I have another story for you. This is in Grant. Okay, I know this person. She owns some property, 10, uh, 20 acres in Grant. So she's been running a, uh, do you need to go or can you hear this? Well, hustle it up, but then if I, I'll tell you what I need to keep you after. Go ahead. Okay. So anyway, so she owns some property, and she was running a health food, nat- uh, natural um, food, what, I don't know what it's called, raw food okay. class sure, there sure. or whatever. Okay. She ran it for, for 20 years. So this company comes in. She wanted to put it up for sale and move out to Virginia with her nonprofit. And this guy comes in with Greenleaf, it's called Sterling Foundation, they decided, well, they wanted the property instead of buying it. They went to Boston, uh, filed on top of her. As a matter of fact, they filed here in New Mexico trying to get the ownership of her nonprofit. So they went to Boston and got it by lying, by lying, and saying that the board of directors um, were, agreement, were in agreement, which they were not, came back. Not only did they try to get her property, this is ongoing in grants, uh, so they kicked her off the property illegal, and I have a real estate license. The police came and kicked her off illegally, and the gov- they're not doing anything for her. Hold up uh, over the top of the hour news. Let's get the end of this story there. The police pick okay. her up after she gets her own property, her own property taken away from her. Uh, we'll be back after the top of the hour, Fox News. Thanks for listening. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. After signing the nearly $2 trillion coronavirus relief package, President Biden said to make his first major remarks since winning the White House. The White House says he will direct states to make vaccines available for all Americans by May 1st and will set a target date of July 4th when Americans can get closer to normal. Other topics... The White House says he will talk about the many sacrifices that have been made over the past year. They say he will talk about the operational and logistical challenges now and going forward as it relates to getting millions upon millions 
millions of doses, COVID-19 vaccine doses, into the arms of Americans. But they also say that the president is going to provide an optimistic vision of the way forward. Fox's Blake Bourbon. About one in five Americans say they lost a relative or close friend to the virus, according to a new poll from the AP Nork Center for Public Affairs Research. The pressure is growing on New York Governor Andrew Cuomo after the most serious allegations against him yet by a former aide who claims he groped her. She did not file a police report, though there is one on record. According to the governor's acting attorney, Beth Garvey, the alleged victim not wanting to report the incident meant the state reached out to police and Garvey was their point of contact. The accuser, who has not been named, says Cuomo groped her at the governor's mansion last year. This and other harassment allegations have led more than 100 state lawmakers to call for Cuomo's resignation. The governor continues to deny inappropriate contact with any of his accusers and says he will not step down. A state attorney general's investigation is continuing. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. New York State Assembly Speaker has authorized the Judiciary Committee to begin an impeachment investigation against Cuomo over the allegations. America is listening to Fox News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. the turn. There's always another turn. Take it to get back to the turn you missed. Use your turn signal. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect opportunity for a significant business upgrade. Save up to 45% on Dell computers built for business and powered by Intel Core processors. Plus, enjoy special pricing on Dell docks, monitors, servers, and more. All with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today to find the right tech for your business with fast, free shipping. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Again, that's 877-ASK-DELL. New Attorney General has delivered his first message to the Justice Department. Merrick Garland, who was sworn in this morning, gave a virtual address to Justice Department employees vowing to carry out equal justice for all. That there not be one rule for Democrats and another for Republicans, one rule for friends and another for foes, one rule for the powerful and another for the powerless. The Senate confirmed Garland as Attorney General Wednesday on a 70 to 30 vote. One of his top priorities will be overseeing the federal investigation into the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. Rachel Sutherland, Fox News. A former chemistry teacher at a high school in suburban Chicago has been convicted of reckless conduct after pouring liquid nitrogen on a student during a class demonstration in 2018, injuring the student. Gary Broderson has also been found guilty of one count of injuring the health of or life of a child. The student who suffered burns to his finger and groin area has since recovered. Four former presidents have teamed up for a public service announcement urging people to get the COVID vaccine. Four former presidents and their first ladies urging you to roll up your sleeves. This vaccine means four. 59-year-old Barack Obama along with Bill Clinton who's 74. I want to go back to work and I want to be able to move around. George W. Bush is also 74. What I'm really looking forward to is going to opening day in Texas Rangers Stadium with a full stadium.
and the 96-year-old Jimmy Carter. I'm getting vaccinated because we want this pandemic to end as soon as possible. Former President Donald Trump and his wife Melania are not in the videos. Trump was still in office when the project began in December, according to the Ad Council, and he did not attend the Biden inauguration when the former presidents gathered in person to film the PSA. C.J. Papa, Fox News. Wall Street, the Dow gained 188, the Nasdaq up 329. The S&P also reached a record high of 40. I'm Lisa Lacerra. This is Fox all right, time to get the second hour underway. Let's put things together, starting with the weather. All right, I know it's blowing out there, and that's going to be kind of the story for the next couple of days. Right now, 21 mile an hour with gusts to 25 in most parts of Albuquerque and Rio Rancho, and partly cloudy skies. But look at this, 67 degrees in Corrales. Old Town, they check in, it was 68, and it is 67 here at the Rock of Talk. It is starting to get a bit tentative on I-40. The westbound trip's slowing up right there at Rio Grande Boulevard. I scanned for accidents and stalls. I see none, but it's going to stay tight all the way to Coors Road. Now, if you're southbound on Coors Road, that's up to its typical antics southbound. Basically, between Montano Plaza and Montano itself, you're going to be under 15 miles an hour. And again, I-25 southbound, that's running tight right now. Jefferson on over to Montano. And this traffic report is brought to you by Monty Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. Big humidor means big selection of blends and a big choice of prices. Tobacco and classy pipes as well. Monty Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And with that, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, and rockoftalk.tv. Also AM 1490 KRSN, Santa Fe, and uh, Los Alamos, along with 107.1. Glad to be here with you. You can catch us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV as well. We have a huge audience that's listening to us uh, all over the place. We appreciate uh, each and every person uh, who is out there, including Deborah, uh, who is telling us about this horrible story about her friend, a police officer. She had a lot of stuff to, to get out there, and I'm glad that she did. But what finally happened with your friend who uh, essentially had her property taken away from her? Well, so far, they're still in litigation. She's now fighting it in Boston because they're not doing hardly anything out here in um Grant, uh, Cibola County. Mm-hmm. And so she was late in filing, but I had talked to the, the district attorney at the time here, mm-hmm. and she said, you cannot file on top of somebody's trademark and take over their trademark unless you have someone on their board giving you permission and you have like-mindedness. These particular people want to grow. This is the weird part about it. And this is where New Mexico comes in. Is yeah. They are growing marijuana and selling it internationally, which is a federal offense. I went on their website, and they were offering it across state lines. Okay, so let me understand this. Let's go back to um, the trademark. Does she possess the, the, the trademark? At this point... Okay, she so they, the other they person filed on top of her. The other person filed in another state on her trademark. Is that correct for whatever she was selling in yeah. that? Uh, okay, and the basis of them filing that you know legal argument uh, had to do with who was there first. Now, does she have something? You know, there's a, you know, a patent office like at the front of my office. If anybody, it, and when when Dowd or Rudy or anybody walks into the office, there's a an office called Rock of Talk. So anything that sounds similar. If you have talk that rocks, like KKOB had to stop using that. 
they went in because we basically, you know, talked to them. They're like, talk that rocks. I'm like, you idiots. I have Rock of Talk and it's trademarked. You can't in this, say that. In this market. In this market <laughs> even. Yeah, but really anywhere across yeah. the country, people have tried to try to do that. So does do, do is, did she have the trademark prior? She had the trademark, yes. Okay. And, uh, so she, there's, it's an open it was, and shut case. There's really nothing there. What's, oh, oh. what's the claim? Well, no, she's claiming that they're trying to steal her property out from underneath her. What they did was they wrongfully filed in Boston. So when they did that, they came here and filed wrongfully here in uh, New What Mexico. does the property have to do with the trademark? So if they came it, over... It shouldn't, have any, it shouldn't have anything. So there's two wrongs here. One, they okay. went after her trademark wrongfully, and then they went and claimed the property and filed for the deed. And this is Grant County letting them... And uh, uh, getting away with it, and our Secretary of State here. So what happened is the sheriff came, and I know the law. You can't just come and tell someone to leave the property, and they basically came and told her to leave the property. Are they going to arrest her right then and there? So not, that's not how you evict somebody. Well, I'll be happy to and help so the there. Judge, I'll be happy to help there, um, and I and I can help. But let me ask you: uh, it doesn't matter of that judge yet, because we've got into it. But this is about possession. You know, uh, what, what what do you call that? Nine-tenths of uh, the law's possession? Nine points of the law. Nine right. points of the well, law. Well, that's what is, I told yeah. her. I said, don't leave that. Don't leave that. Do, don't leave that. But uh, they were they yes. arrested. Debra, Debra, here's it. Here's it. For all you, let me, For here's here's something that you, you want to hear right here, right now. And I don't know who needs to hear it, but somebody needs to hear this today that's listening to this. If you are in a divorce situation and someone asks you to, your ex-husband or ex-wife tells you to leave the house, do not ever leave the house, no matter what your attorneys or anybody else ever tells you. Do you understand that? Do not ever leave the house, period. The end. Possession, nine-tenths of the laws, or nine points uh, of the law uh, as it goes. So yeah. it, did she leave the property? Well, they were going to arrest her. Right Who cares? There, so she, Who cares? I know. I, her I tried to tell her that. I tried to tell her that. She got scared, so she left the property. There you go. Boom. And the judge said, well, a wrong was committed. The judge admits a wrong was committed, but this is what they do. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, that's passed. I can't do anything about it. That's exactly what they do. So they squat, so are they squatting her property now? Uh, I don't think they actually live there yet. They put a no trespassing sign on, but... Um, uh, the judge has put a, what is it called, where you're not supposed to do anything. Um, Dowd, I'm going to move into your house and put a no trespassing sign <laughs> on your front door. <laughs> my, goose I mean, my goose is cooked. You better not eat. You're done. Don't even try to come in. I don't care what I have of yours. Okay, I don't care what what's in here. Okay. I'm just, and, and by the way, you better be scared. I'm going to threaten the, the police with you. Because I, I got good friends with the police. This is insane. It is insane. They have a restraining order not to do anything, but these people keep violating the restraining order out here. Nobody holds them accountable. Oh my God. I don't think you or I have all the facts. Uh, this is a jumbled mess. And my recommendation, uh, my, my easy recommendation to you is just uh, contact me offline. I'll be happy to help you. And I think that's pretty oh. easy to say. It, it sounds like a whole lot was made out of uh, absolutely nothing. Just some people trying yeah. to do some shenanigans. This sounds like a Pacific yeah. Heights or something like that. I mean, that's really what this yeah. sounds like. Have you ever seen that movie? Well, they took it to Boston. So Boston, they are fighting it. So hopefully they get Whatever that ground means. up there. I'll tell you what, you don't ever want to fight in front of a judge. The judge doesn't give a crap about anything that's going on with you and your situation. All they look at is process right. and procedure. Judges are right. like, they, they see the room as two filing cabinets. Okay. And they want to know where who has a complete filing cabinet of information that they could look at based upon what they see in the law. They seldom, if ever, will uh, emit any sort of emotion. 
I mean, the most emotion you'll ever see out of any of these worthless judges that, that are out there that show that they care is if they start taking uh, interest in something that's happened to someone who's defenseless, namely the children. And then you have horrible situations that are involved, things like a guardian ad litem or someone who's taking on someone who's a guardian for uh, older people, which there's elder abuse, which you know, these are people who are really defenseless, people who are over the age, over the age of 80 and people who are under the, the age of 12. And then guess what happens there? The, guy, the judge is only going to be looking at that one particular person to help them with understand what the filing is. Get it out of court, figure out what it is, and uh, by all means, if you own that property and they step one foot property, shoot them. I hate to say it, but that's really what you do. You're in my property, uh, you're threatening me, and I can shoot you. You are justified in doing that. And that, that that's, just, that's just some free advice there for you, but understand when you do shoot somebody, it's $50,000 a bullet minimum. <laughs> okay. That sounds crazy, but it's it's actually true. All that. Well, stuff. I kind of wish we had a little bit more where we. Ha but you said so. I had to dump that. Uh, did Did you drop the S bomb on my station, Deborah? No. Oh, okay, uh -huh. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I knew you were pretty clean. You're upscale, and you know you like to you know, take care. I appreciate all your insight. That's good, but you know we have a criminal uh, understanding here in the state of New Mexico, which is so incredibly interesting. And I'm not handle on the law or anything, but I can tell you. You know, by and large, uh, you know where uh, your you begin and they end uh, in all of this, and that's what you do need to know. And if you don't, uh, try not to engage in conflict. And I'll tell you what: what's eternal conflict? It's violent, more violent than anything. Is I don't know why your friend's going to court in Boston. She should just sit there on her land and wait for them to do something wrong and just not say anything. That'd be my recommendation. All right. Well, I agree with you. Thank you. And they've already done things wrong, but I thank you for what you do. All right. You have a good no day. No problem. You know, you know, Deborah waited on the line for, I felt so bad, like 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. She was there. Hey, quite a story to tell. Well, yeah, hey, cool story, but uh, all that there. Should we carry Joe Biden's uh, speech live? His BS speech, $1.9 trillion. I mean, this is just a total sales job at this point. This is... I almost want to just hand bone it, like I told you this morning. Yeah, you, yeah, you know yeah. what hand boning is? Yeah, are you, are you yeah. aware of what hand boning yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, if Rudy, yeah. if I ask you what a hand, what hand boning is, do you know what hand boning is? Rudy, <laughs> headset. Sorry. Oh yeah, come on, Rudy. Uh, is he is he looking at his next advertiser? Rudy, uh, what what's a hand bone? Not a, not the food. What what do you call hand boning? Do you know what hand boning is? I no, I don't. Do you ever see those people who are playing on their their legs and that? Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's hand boning. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, th I thought we would kind of mess around with that and kind of go into uh, all that. Uh, a lot of other things that I want to get to because uh, I, I really don't want to care carry uh, Joe Biden's speech, but uh, this man shot and critically injured at Coronado. Um, this, he's in critical condition after being shot last night while we were on the air at a shopping mall. Second shooting at the Coronado Center in the past week. No, in the last three days. The first on Sunday left a teenage boy dead, 17 years old. Uh, his name, Jaden Baez, fatally wounded in the east parking lot of the mall. I mean, this is not good for business. And, uh, by the way, thanks for those corrections that came in yesterday. Uh, Jason's Deli talking about how these guys are so incredibly brazen, they just run off with the fire engine or the ambulance. Uh, some other stuff that was out there, and I have to tell you, um, the Albuquerque Journal, it's nice to criticize them because then they come forward with some editorials because they're feeling the pressure, I think, from this radio station. Wow. And they had, you know, like I said, priorities. What we dictate is going to be a priority. 
oh, wow, we're going to go ahead and have liquor delivery service. Is that really a priority? Is that really what we want to focus on? Oh, wow, we're going to go ahead and uh, legalize pot. And there was a good editorial that I have to bring to your attention because, uh, and I know Albuquerque Journal, you can run all your ads on all the other radio stations that you want, but it's not going to prevent my criticism of you. And uh, I can tell you this much uh, at the end of the day. Uh, our audience is loyal, so if you advertise here, you'd be doing a hell of a lot better than uh, over there. But they say, after years of debate, you would think proponents of legalizing recreational cannabis would have their ducks in a row, they write. After all, workplace concerns about drug drivers, drug to drivers, love that, maintaining drug-free workplaces, dispensary, clustered in poor parts of town, access by minors, and long-term health effects have been raised in Santa Fe even before the Lynn and Aaron Compassionate Use Act legalized medical marijuana back in 07. But with such a complex issue, it's not surprising lawmakers are still hashing out a myriad of concerns. And there you go. All these things that we have yet to address, and finally, other people are calling attention as to why we should not be legalizing it here in the year 2021 or any other time in the future. I'm all about, sure, but it should be the very last thing on the priority list. We have yet to address any of this. Why is there such a big push? Uh, it's not this, and I, I'm bringing this up in this very oblique way, because all you saw, and, and news hits me funny, maybe differently than it hits you, but when you listen to me, then you're like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. What did we hear yesterday? $2 billion. New Mexico's going to get that bailout money. They passed the $1.9 trillion bailout, $114 million for the city of Albuquerque. Oh, we're going to have all these small towns that are going to get uh, cash infusion uh, due to the COVID-19. What is the Democrats' main argument for legalizing marijuana? Dowd? Lately, it's been economic development. Economic development. That's all we hear. So where are Republican senators and Republican House members, hopefully, will use this argument up in Santa Fe to go ahead and tell them, hey, you know what? The thing that you've been justifying the legalize it uh, argument here is the cash infusion that this is going to bring. I think it's pretty easy to defeat this bill and prevent the legalization of marijuana here in the state of New Mexico if you make them understand. I think this is just unlucky and bad timing because this is almost a done deal, slam dunk. I think everybody pretty much thought, well, they're definitely going to legalize uh, marijuana in 2021. Did anybody doubt that? There was like, yeah, well, let's just get it over with, right? <laughs> kind of a guy in the last end of the firing squad. Like, yeah, let's just get this over. We're, 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 we're done. You can prevent this from taking place by simply putting the argument, we don't need the money. We got the bailout. And during this time and what we're dealing with and the murder rate and all the other stuff, you know, this is just, just bad timing, the political blowback that you've been getting. Eh, well, we'll take our chances in 2022, 2023, 2024, any other time but 2021. Let me, let me tell you this, Democrats. If you decide to pass this this year, you will own this for the gubernatorial election in 2022 and the upcoming economic downturn that's coming in. Because you will see a negligible, negligible improvement in terms of our bottom line here in the state of New Mexico. Why not wait until 2026, 2028, 2030? And say, you know what, we'll look at it then. Eh, we just need an additional $130 million, $250 million, or whatever it is that you think. That, I don't even know what the projected windfall was supposed to be from uh, legalized marijuana, but I'm sure Dow 3000 will pull it up. Yeah, in, I'll in check no the pistol note. And I'll tell you, this is the economic arguments that they've made. Now, this is also oblique in a very strange argument. 
I sent Dowd a bunch of links today. I just buried his text message. <laughs> I'm like, oh, if I'm asking listeners, do not. It's really funny, right? Uh, <laughs> do not carry Biden's speech. <laughs> They're voting. <laughs> well, can't blame them, can you? Okay, so here it is. So uh, take a listen to this. This is all the stuff I sent out. And I sent Dowd, I said, well, we, 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 we don't know what we're doing with our economic development here because Dowd starts getting a flurry of text messages and screenshots of the biggest economic development, $250 million, coming from New Mexico's own economic development, and they have their fingerprints all over, all over this, as well as the, uh, what is it called, the... Um, Development, uh, Alicia Keys, she's, she's oh, on two uh, different uh, boards. Uh, economic Development Department. Yeah, economic, yeah. They're like, well, that was simple. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate that. And we go in and we look at these budget assumptions. And I'm looking here and it says, well, Virgin Galactic begins commercial flights fiscal year June 2015. <laughs> <laughs> oh, New Mexico Space Authority visitor experience opens to the public in April 2016. SpaceX is flight tested beginning March 2015. One new customer begins flying in fiscal year 2016. And then they have all this capital appropriations that they've been doing. And they're just piling on the money. Listen to this. Let's just do the addition with this. $1 million to 98. $8 million to 99. 2001 initial, uh, $1.5 million. $4 million. $100 million severance tax in 2006. $7.5 million. $10 million. $3 million. $6.4 million. All added up in there, about $180 million, $172 million to be exactly. And then the additional breaks that come in from Sierra and Dona Ana County, I present to you folks the economic thinking of a state of New Mexico legislator, politician, policymaker, literally castles in the skies what they thought of Virgin Galactic. And today we've got practically nothing. And in fact, what was so incredible about these really pie-in-the-sky projections with this $220 million funding of all this is they had thought that they were going to get every single year somewhere in these uh, uh, revenues that were going to come in somewhere between 3 to $4 million for each and every tenant that was coming in. And we just got this federal largesse that comes and plunks itself down. The governor only cut off the or cut the budget by roughly about $700 million, right? We went from $7.7 billion to $7 billion, yeah. right? And then we got this cash infusion, this relief package. Well, the first that, bailout, now they're getting the second bailout yeah, of the yeah. state budget. So, and they're asking you to take on more of this. They're like, say, look at this part of money. How much more can we possibly get? And what would marijuana have actually brought in uh, if it's legalized this year? Uh, she is claiming $100 million in revenue in the first five years. Over or each year? Uh, over the five years. Wow. Let me ask you in the cost-benefit analysis of this whole entire thing. Since the woman literally got more than $2 billion for the state of New Mexico, which is going to take uh, how many years? So five. Is <laughs> which would take us 100 years based upon that projection, if I, if I have my math right. It would take 100 years of sales of pot to get that same $2 billion that we got from the federal government. Did I get that right, Dowd? Am no, I right on so, the math? So. The thing I'm about right, it would take a hundred years. And you, Democrats, want to go ahead and legalize it? Let me tell you, you ain't legalizing it. I caught you in a lie. You're not legalizing it because you want to go ahead and bring in the revenue. You want to legalize it because you guys are a bunch of pot smokers. 
That's what you are. You love the pot. Just say it. Just claim it. Just own it, baby. If you're good with the, you know, oh, yeah, man. Oh, we can finally do it because it's legal. Oh, yeah, it's okay if you have less than an ounce. I can just see it, right? Antonio Momaestas. Oh, that's cool. We uh, we, we can go gamble. Rub it up the road over there. You should see him. He looks like Al Pacino. Have you, have you seen him do his thing? <laughs> yes. He looks just like Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah, he talks a little. Hua! So he's got out, you know, you, you start to hear all these, like, loud screams. You can just imagine him running around. Like, uh, you can have less than an ounce. Yeah. You know, you can just really feel that with, with what he's saying because they're getting off on that. Because you know what Democrats like to do? They like to break the law. And when they don't get to break the law, they like to create new laws because, and here's the, here's, here's the clincher, folks, just because you legalize it here in the state of New Mexico, let me ask you, does that make it legal everywhere else? Well, I'm just driving to Amarillo. It's, just, it's less than an ounce, officer. Well, you're arrested here, son. Why? I believe marijuana is still under, uh, what, how do they classify it as a... C, uh, Schedule C. Schedule or? C, uh, 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 and it's actually considered a felony. There you go, folks. 550-55. I, I can feel all my libertarian brethren who check in now and they're like, Eddie, come on, man, just let us do what we want to do. <laughs> Let us go where, where we want to go. Do, do what we want to do. Yeah, the economic development it. argument has always been far and away the weakest argument. That's Given the number one argument. That, that that's their made. number one argument. You're right. And You're absolutely right. Do you want to go with an environmental argument? Happy to do that, too. I want to talk about how you need the, the coal plants to fire up because you ain't going to be able to get renewable energy to power up that much stuff. So, Darren White, shut down your pot plant. Uh, it's not going to happen. I can tell you a couple legislators are tuning in here this afternoon. They're like, well, that's a good idea. You know, you had it right there, Eddie. Uh, we won't make that argument. We don't need the money anyway. We got all this passive fusion, and, you know, we're in debt up for our eyeballs anyway. 526 back and forth. Life Spring at Salon Helena with Albuquerque's Healthy Salt Spa. 30 minutes in this salt spa can alleviate symptoms from asthma and bronchitis, improve symptoms from colds, flu, and sinus infection. See more. iBreatheSalt.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating. Family owned and operated since 1973 for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. 
Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Who's protecting your home or business? I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Winter is here and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And this is Tico Venturi. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now. There are a lot of unknowns going into 2021 for real estate. What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong, interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable, and the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low. Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity and you missed out, don't wait to sell and miss out this time. Home buyers are waiting. Call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar. Studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start preparing to sell their home early enough. If 2021 is a year you're going to move up, move out, or move on, time to give us a call. Hire us, the number one real estate team in New Mexico. Call now, 448-8888 or on the web, welcomehomeabq.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. Pet Lab Pets loves to match the right pets with the right families. Making your kids happy. Petland on Paseo del Norte at Ventura. Online pets.theplaceilike.com. All right, time to put things together starting with the weather. The wind's going to stay with us through Friday. Then we get rain on Saturday. But still pretty decent outside temp-wise. It's going to be uh, close to 70 degrees both days. Look at this. 20-mile-an-hour winds blowing in Santa Fe, 55 degrees. It's 68 at Civic Plaza and 65 here at the Rock of Talk. Worst drive right now, unfortunately, is on I-40. This time on the westbound side, I-40 westbound, right past the river and before Coors Road. That's an injury accident, and that's got you stomping the brakes all the way back to university. Trust me, this is what I would do. I would go ahead and use 25 South and quickly get onto Lomas and cut Lomas across all the way up to uh, Central, which turns into Coors Road, and then you can get around it and save a whole bunch of time that way. All right, Alameda, westbound, tight right off of I-25. Don't panic. Once you get beyond Jefferson, looks like smooth sailing into Corrales. And this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe. Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza always treats you special. That's because it's run by Janice and George Stark. They're the owners and they make sure you come in and you always leave fully satisfied. Make an appointment. SalonDeluxe.com. 
We're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 531 here in the Kiva on AM 600 KRVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, rockoftalk.tv, and AM 1490 KRSN, Santa Fe, and Los Alamos up there on the hilltop. Uh, beautiful 8,000-foot uh, elevation, though, that is. Uh, pretty nice up there. A little, little chilly, beautiful. The most beautiful bike. I grew up there. Love to go to the theater. The theater's back open. Yeah, I think they're opening back up on the on the nineteenth. Uh, Too late for the real deal in Los Alamos. They're out of business. Oh uh, yeah, no, no newspaper. But now they got a radio station. We got. We're coming back, baby. We're bringing back to L.A. La La Land. Just hanging out up there on top of the hill. It was, uh, did you ever watch that movie, La La Land? I haven't seen it yet. Was yeah. it good? I can't say if it was actually good. It's just different. It's one of those musicals. I can't imagine you've ever watched a musical. Have you ever watched a musical? I've, I've seen many musicals. Okay. Well, not really know. my favorite genre. Well, but as I've much seen as them. you like to sing, I thought I would uh, put that on you, uh, Dowd. <laughs> what did you find out since 2007? Medical yeah, marijuana, I mean, I have we done? Yeah, that's a much longer project. I, we're, 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 you opened up a can of worms by asking me that because what's happening right now is that at least one of the medical cannabis providers in this state is suing the State Department of Taxation and Revenue, the tax, the revenue bureaucrats, because they're saying a New Mexico Court of Appeals ruling earlier, uh, was it last? Oh, it's a year old ruling. The judges ruled that medical cannabis should be treated like prescription drugs in terms of the gross receipts tax, in which case there is no gross receipts tax imposed on medical marijuana. Give them an inch, they'll take a mile. This is called R. Greenleaf Organics. They have filed the complaint. They want five hundred and eighty three thousand dollars back from the coffers of the state and it seems to me if they win this why wouldn't every dispensary file a similar i mean there I mean, if it if the tax can't be applied to medical marijuana it can't be applied to medical marijuana and we're gonna have to fork over millions of the dollars that came in over the last decade or so so uh very interesting we're and gonna I be watching part this. Of the pitch there would be hey look at all these gross receipts tax that we're gonna get right, right. and that would just like go 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 by the wayside of course and they'd get all their money back I well i read you the the, the, the press release headline when uh, Luhan Grisham a year ago uh, unveiled the legislation. The initiative would unleash unleash massive job creation, uh, deliver millions in revenue for the state uh, and local public services. She is saying 11,000 new jobs in agriculture, manufacturing, regulation, I think that means government, ladies and gentlemen, and retail. So that's where those 11,000 jobs are going to come. So but what's the name of this place? Uh, the place that has filed the complaint, R. Greenleaf Organics. R. Green. How do you spell that? Uh, G-R-E-E-N-E-L-A-L-E-A-F. Uh, no, R. Yeah. R. Period. R? I'm sorry. R. Period. Greenleaf Organics. Greenleaf uh, Organics. Where's that? Uh, where's that? Where's that bad boy located? Uh, they filed it up in Santa Fe. This was filed February 19th, 2021. This is very, very fresh. Boy, we're going to be following this. When did they start? I, they, I just want to kind of get an idea about. There it is. Uh, R. Greenleaf.com. Our mission. Uh, Northeast Tides. Cottonwood, Nauville, Westside, Midtown. They're all over the place. Wow. Uh, here we go. These guys, I like it when you, you kind of figure out all this kind of stuff. You're like, yeah, wow, this is kind of interesting. They're requesting, I believe you said, was 583000 That's what they want that back. Correct? Yep. Subscribe to the newsletter. There it is. They've got all the cool hemp hemp leaves. Makes it look cool, like, uh, I don't know, college poster or something. Hey, man, did you know that, like, the founding fathers, they were all, like, yeah. hemp growers, dude? You know, everything was hemp back then. And they enjoyed a little of the bud from time to time. Uh, Best of Burke 2015, Best of Burke 2017, certainly highly regarded. They're, they got their Insta. Is that, is that the cool way to say the Instagrammers and the Facebooks and the Tweeters? Yeah. 
Not tweakers, tweeters. Right? Tweet. Twitter. I can never get that right. It's just such a weird, strange word. So our Greenleaf Organics, 583,000. They've got clinics. Uh, they got clinics everywhere. Well, Big business. Um, so I guess they have been in business, I would say, at least since 2014. So 2014, over that period of time, at 583,000, would put them in somewhere in the neighborhood of over a period of six years. And uh, they're considered, if I'm not mistaken, medical cannabis was considered essential. Right? Uh, never shut I down. Believe that's the I, case, believe, yeah. I believe. I believe. Please correct us if I'm wrong. They made an average a year of $1.485 million, and they were considered an essential business. So I don't really feel that sorry for them. And that would be a heck of a lot of, of, of money for the state of New Mexico to go have to give back. And I believe, <laughs> sure again, their, their major... <laughs> The major uh, argument to uh, medical marijuana uh, was to climb towards, oh, everyone's doing it. We might as well do it anyway. Look at the windfall of revenues and the economic development opportunity that exists for us. That's, I think, exactly what it was. But, well, I love this comment on the Santa Fe article. The taxes were paid by the patients in the medical cannabis program. How will they get their money back if the state has to pay? Um, they were expecting the, you know, oh, man. Naivete is a wonderful uh, thing to encounter. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting anything back, trust me. <laughs> now, do you have those edibles? <laughs> need my money back, man. You realize if if I if I get like 13, 13 of the, what I don't know, the math, you know, I'd be able to buy more from you, Way man. more weed. Yes. And, and then they're all like, this is the same guy, right? Yeah, screw the government, man. No way, I'm not doing it. You gotta get it back. You gotta fight those, those, those guys, man. They'll they'll hold you down. And then they're like, "Oh, wait, I'll be able to get some more because, you know, I got that money coming at the beginning of the month. It comes at the beginning of the month. I'm on unemployment, and uh, uh, Joe Biden, you know, he's got that that stimulus that's coming in. I'm gonna get. I've got four kids. Uh, well, at least I can claim four. I know she claims a couple too. I've got like fifty six hundred dollars coming in, bro. Oh, I'll keep you in business. I mean, it's literally going to be like that, right? It will be <laughs> for some, yes, absolutely. These are uh, any of your friends, uh, Murder Mike, that we're uh, talking about. I certainly hope now. Let's bring Murder Mike in for the uh, the conversation. I'm sure he's. You know, I don't want to turn myself off. There we go. We just uh, there we go. Murder Mike uh, here in the Kiva. What's going on there? The Kiva with the Chiva. What's going on there, Murder Mike? Well, well, there he is, drawing a blank. We can't hear him again, so he's gonna have to fix that. I think he, I think he keeps himself on mute for a time before he comes in. We'll take a couple of quick calls. Call you in the key, but go ahead. Good evening, everyone. What's up, Dave? How's it going? Good evening, Do you have any medical cannabis out in Los Lunas? <laughs> don't want it donated. Going back to your topic of uh, the violent crime. Okay, sure. There needs to be a fear of the consequences for one's actions. Okay. It's often said the legal system comes from the breakup of the nuclear family, LBJ. Because back in the day, criminals did not make one place home because the smallness of the towns, neighbor knew neighbor, and the outsiders were easy to identify. Ordinarily, they would commit their crimes and move on. Example. Late 19th century, a great uncle of mine traveled the Santa Fe Trail and ended up diverting to Tucson. Settled there, became a lawman, and he ended up knowing the people of the community and was their go-to man when crime happened. Often, he knew where the criminals were staying and got the jump on them. 
And when they would run, he would shoot the heels off their boots. They could no longer run. They were taken into custody, tried, convicted, and hung. That is the need for the fear of consequences. It kept the criminals away from that area for that period. There you go. On you? There we go. It's on, it's on me. You know what? It, Frontier justice. <laughs> you know what I really love about about uh, Dave? You know, just uh, his, his... I always feel like, you know, we're hanging out at the... Uh, the old bar with Dave, right? I should be able to bring it up, but uh, somehow we're we're also falling a little. There we go. How about this? There we go. Wouldn't you like to get away? All those nights when you've got. No, it's Cliff Clavin there. I didn't time that right, but uh, there you go. Nonetheless, that that is you, Dave. You're Cliff Clavin at the end of the bar, always. Educating it's us. far less annoying than Cliff Clavin, I would say. <laughs> far less annoying. I would, I would say that, too. Yeah. There we go. We'll have to build something in for you, Dave, as well, into the show. I appreciate it. Anything else, sir? I was about to say, uh, oh, no. one of these days I'll get by the Kiva and we can hang out for a little bit, but I know you're incredibly busy. I have zero time, bro. This is it. You're getting more time than uh, pretty much 99% of the world at that point every time you call into the Kiva. Or the Chiba. Uh, yeah, Mike did not make it back uh, for Murder Mike, so we're going to take a quick break. Any other uh, pot, uh, pot smoking uh, economics going on? I know that people think that it's going to drive tourism. I know that they think that it's just like big economic. But now that we've got all the money and uh, Joe Biden's about to, you know, talk about it here in about uh, 20 minutes, but we're not going to watch that. Nobody, I've got. Who like, needs legal weed? We got $9 billion from Sleepy Joe. I mean, <laughs> party time, baby. <laughs> Go ahead. All the Democrats who support the legalization of high-level THC pot are just creating a crisis that will lead to an increase in the ruining of young lives and families. The Dems would have a reason to spend tax money to solve the problems they created by their legalizing pot. You should try to get Alex to come on your show. Great show, guys. That's Alex Berenson. Tell your children the truth about marijuana mental illness. Yeah, I want to read that book violence. because he's a sharp guy, and we disagree, but I'm willing to read that book and expose my views to uh, criticism. Well, I'll tell you one thing. There's been uh, several studies into all this, and it's the snap uh, that happens in some of these people who get either a bad strain, a little bit too high in the THC, or mm -hmm. just because... They can't handle it, and yeah, there is that in there. I've talked about it a couple years ago. I'm not. I'm a little sketchy on that right now because it's been some time. Hmm. And generally speaking, when we used to talk about marijuana on on the uh, on the program, it literally eat up the rest of the program. Oh sure, because sure. people would just want. But, to but Alex Berenson has been from day one so right on coronavirus. I'm willing to trust his judgment and read that book and oh. and see if I'm wrong on on marijuana. Hi Eddie, just curious. Do you know how much revenue the medical marijuana has brought in, and what? Excuse me. What they've done with it. And did you know you can't buy a gun legally if you admit to using marijuana? Yeah, there you go. And you get a mental evaluation, too. Uh, that's also coming in. Uh, Eddie, I will not be watching or listening. Not my president. If you're asking for listeners' opinions, do not carry uh, Biden's speech tonight. Top of the hour. News chaff again. Uh, Eddie, it's called an open society. Natalie writes in. Uh, she's got her impeach MLG bus. These ridiculous criminal reforms are meant to cater to the lower class and criminal contingent in the state, gangs, cartels, etc. The further cement another voting block for the communist left. This also keeps our state in a constant state of chaos and uncertainty so that we'll need, quote-unquote, need the government in our lives in perpetuity. Uh, I think I would uh, completely agree with that. I think that is uh, really good. Al checks in, your favorite. Uh, Fudge Al, we should call him. Uh, 
regarding the teen brain, but it's mature enough to give 16-year-olds the vote. There you go. Same. Uh, you, you and him are just, you guys are connected, uh, Dad. You know, I really blame Hollywood for much of the dismembering trend and the glamorizing it in many movies and shows. Breaking Bad, NBC's Good Girls. In regards to the Arnold Assessment Tool, why does Susanna not address its problems and risks to the New Mexico citizens as strongly as, and clearly as her YouTube presentation to the people of Utah? I believe that she did. I think she was shut out. Uh, based upon my experience with the media, she just didn't have the ability to amplify what she thought of it at the time. She was the governor's, for goodness sake. Perhaps a televised speech using the bully pulpit could have saved lives and shown actual leadership. Well, somebody's not a fan of Susanna, but we need nonetheless. Uh, Eddie, your opening monologue said is exactly why I carry everywhere at all times and recommend everybody do the same. An armed society is a polite society. Yeah, uh, that's uh, good. And we always want to know where... The man with a gun is uh, who we're going to hide behind. And uh, okay, Murder Mike, are we going to try and bring you in now? Are you there? And can we hear you, Murder Mike? Are you there? I'm here. There I'm you are. Hey, how are you doing today? You know you had a doctor's visit. You get it all. You get it all yeah, clear today. Yeah, we've got a few things going on. There, got a, a little bit more follow up, but I'm I'm good to go for right now. Okay, and we're praying really for you here in the Kiva. This is going to be pretty short because we only had one kind of book. All right, Mike, we'll bring you back. That's what's going on. We run the murder mic thing. Okay, there he is. But we did have a shooting last night, and that okay. occurred about 1130 uh, last night. Okay. And that was at 900 Continental Loop, and that was uh, right there. That's just oh, south of Central, about four or five blocks. That's notorious for... Uh, a lot of trouble, so they they renamed that there were Warren Coronado apartments for a while, but any other name, they still have it. Uh, 30 minutes before this shooting occurred, there was a shots fired call at 900 Louisiana, so there you go. Now, the good thing is, is uh, this a call initially came in as three subjects were shot, two of them were, were deceased, one was critical. When officers arrived on the scene, they found one individual had been shot in the leg through and through, so bleeding, but he was non-life-threatening. So that that this is a good thing. <laughs> you don't have a homicide. So, but um, of course, you you highlighted, you know, alluded to the homicide uh, or the shooting at Coronado Mall earlier. Uh, so in critical uh, condition. So uh, in critical condition. Yeah. Let's hope he makes it. But that'll bring it up. Though. Um, and then um, I understand uh, Rio Rancho had a, a shooting homicide. Yes, sir, I was also about to yesterday. bring that up to you. Yeah, you got the details. This one happening uh, at the golf course, and they found him literally on the golf course uh, dead. Uh, uh, Rio Rancho's first uh, murder of the year. Only, only number one. Boy, man, wonder if Rio Rancho is doing something that maybe we uh, we aren't. Or I know they're a lot harder on crime. That's for sure. Yeah, Rio Rancho PD found him there. They're looking for. Anybody with any information to uh, call them directly, 891-7226. And uh, it is an alleged homicide at the property. And, uh, you know, since I believe the golf course is still empty, right, uh, Rudy? Yes. It's, it's still no longer. I know George and Janice are just right around the corner from there. But that was once an absolutely beautiful, stellar golf course. I like it. I'm, I've never been. I don't play golf, but I've uh, seen it a couple times. And Now, wasn't that... Uh, having some kind of political back and forth. And a water issue, and then you have uh, the association issue that I had with everybody sort of paying into it and the upkeep. So they attempted uh, over the last 10 years to, you know, uh, reinvent, and, and one uh, particular guy was working very hard at uh, getting that thing going again and just wasn't able to do it. 
Well, best of luck to him. But that's that's it for uh, last night, Eddie. It was a quiet night other than that one shooting. So Okay, any uh, stats today? I'm sorry? Any stats today, sir? Uh, no stats today. Okay. I, I've been having technical problems with my uh, my equipment and with well, the wind blowing and making things work. So. I got you your scanner over here to the studio, okay? I'm picking you up. You got it. I'll be, right. I'll be doing that. Thanks, right. Eddie. You're Have a good welcome. show. Yeah, he's a good guy. And just, if you guys don't mind, pray, uh, mind praying for Murder Mike, I certainly would appreciate that. He works hard, and I love the guy. And he's uh, been through hell and back. And, uh, My father's he, a fan. He says he loves Murder Mike's line about keeping your head low but the camera up. You know, so it's just, sometimes that's probably hard to do physically, but... but yeah. My father's a fan. <laughs> he's got a deadpan approach to comedy for sure. And he's been quick lately. Uh, Eddie, I can load it to your partner if he promises to get back to me. I don't know what that means. I don't, what am I talking about? Do we got a flea market going on? A swap meet here in the in the Kiva? 548 back uh, after a quick break. Cellophane flowers never happened for me. Sleeping the day off, watching the night fall, covering the market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at The Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At The Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at The Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 771- Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. 
Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS 188-348. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. All right, it is time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather. It looks kind of windy for the next couple of days, but it also looks kind of a good feeling. I mean, up to 70 degrees, I'll take it. Los Alamos right now, 50 degrees. Kerlin Air Force Base at 68 and 65 at the Rock of Talk. Getting across three of our seven river bridges, just not fun. Let's start in the South Valley, Rio Bravo. No good. If you're making your way westbound on Rio Bravo, it's under 15 miles an hour. Uh, basically, Broadway out to Isleta. If you're thinking, well, you know, let's, let's try the one in the middle of town. Nope, we had I-40 westbound with an accident just before Coors Road. That is all on the right shoulder. They're still on the right shoulder, but all lanes are open. But look at how far back that is stacked, all the way back to Carlisle. If you drive taxi on uh, Paseo del Norte, westbound, very crowded. As you make your way, 2nd Street up to Coors Road. By the way, in the South Valley, I also want to let you know, uh, State Road 47, that's going to be kind of tough stuff under 10 miles an hour from the Pueblo of Isleta Tribal Services Complex all the way to SR-147. This traffic report brought to you by Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater. They are open. The refurbishing has been done, and they're ready to serve up anything that you'd like that's on the menu tonight. Tonight it's got to be Taco Tote, right? Again, Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater. And with that, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Music. My folks loved it. Never heard this in years. My mother used to call down from a room and have me play this over and over again. I got so sick of it. And her, she just sit up there alone, just listening. Hours. She died shortly after him. What happened to your father? I guess I kind of figured with your security clearance, you'd know more about him than I do. Oh, the man who found the woman who might know more about him than he knows about himself. The great Otis Redding there, and uh, just a few days after that, uh, back on this day in 1968... 
Sit on the dock of the bay went gold three months after the singer was killed in a plane crash. Recorded just days before his death, it became the first posthumous single to top the charts in the United States of America. And uh, I think Top Gun is uh, coming. I don't know. Does anything get your uh, <laughs> your jets going uh, harder than uh, a little uh, Kelly McGillis? Uh, Tom, I mean, hard to believe. Was it twenty eight, thirty two? Uh, how many years is that? Eighty six? Uh, like thirty five yeah, years ago? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> 86. Is that why you're always second best up there? You are direct, aren't you? Right. What a move. I'm sorry, Alice I'm sorry for being direct. No apologies. No apologies. Dun, 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 dun. And then they leave out the best part right there. It's like, uh, uh, excuse me, I'm going to go take a shower. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you need, ever need more proof that uh, the MGTOW rule that men age like wine and women age like milk, uh, look, at, look at Tom Cruise and Kelly McGillis uh, then and now. <laughs> oh, poor Kelly, 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 Kelly. They didn't ask it, her back for Top Gun 2. Uh, well, she didn't want to go back. Do you know what happened to her? No. I, Do you want to know what happened? I've seen I don't some know. pictures of her recently. To, I'm about to kill the mood. Do you know what happened to her? Injured? Actually, no. A couple of years after that. She was doing like a lot of Shakespeare in the park and stuff uh, when I was living in uh, D.C. for the summer, doing in some internships uh, up there. But uh, she got raped. Oh, jeez. And uh, becoming uh, one of those um, sex, uh, I don't know, objects of desire, whatever you want to call it like she was and I mean literally there's that's the dangerous part for some of these celebrities course, and famous people is they become completely and totally objectified but look mm -hmm. it up I think I think uh, two three years maybe even less doubt uh, but is she she hit the skids after that because of what happened to her I mean and well I didn't think that you didn't know that's why I yeah. said I prefaced it with the fact of what happened to Kelly McGillis and um, this is what happens. I mean, as a survivor myself, and understanding all this stuff, I mean, people need to understand that it impacts people forever. It is anything but a uh, victimless crime. So, uh, there you go. We <laughs> uh, Let's see. We just abundant here and everywhere. The governor just wants a piece of the action because the war on drugs was a complete failure as designed. Most marijuana smokers will continue to puff their own stuff over their highly taxed GMO offerings of the government-regulated pop. There you go. So why, so why do we need to even do it? If you guys are already a meat weed smoker, this is going to change what you're doing. Eddie, volume? Can you do anything about the volume of your rock of talk, Eddie, so I can listen to it on my phone and tablet? I used to be able to get it turned up louder. But I've tried everything on my phone. I have it turned up as loud as I can and can barely hear you sometimes, especially if I'm outside. But I can put on other talk show hosts on other radio stations. The volume kicks up a lot and it's loud. So can you look into that, please? Maybe there's someone that's trying to interfere with your volume so you know anything to mess up your great radio show. Well, I'll do it. I think it should be fine. Top Gun was filmed on the USS Enterprise, which I served on, and my captain was one of the actual pilots in the movie. Wow. Oh, cool. It was actually very cool. Uh, oh, and by the way, Eddie, I love when you sing. I love when Dow sings. You both do, you both do a great job. Appreciate that, uh, Judy. Uh, Paul Rear Rancher, one pot. Yep, just what we need. More people, dulled mental abilities. Great idea here in New Mexico. Oh, uh, he wants to loan you the Berenson book. I guess you can, but you can just buy it. Uh, happy Wind, appreciate the offer, though. Happy Windy Thursday, Eddie. Why would we need to legalize pot here in New Mexico when we can have the third largest sovereign wealth fund in the country? Should that money in the fund be going toward economic development, helping small business and investing in education and not indoctrination? And just a thought on gun control. The best gun control measure is a well-trained gun owner with a strong trigger discipline. Man, you guys are great. 
Uh, God bless you all in the Kiva. God bless the USA. Let's hit the uh, top of the hour Fox News here in the Kiva. AM 1600. Maybe if I talk louder, right? My voice isn't loud enough. I hardly ever need a microphone. But there you go. AM 1600 KIVA, ABC.FM, rockandtalk.com, and 1490 KRSN. Los Alamos, Santa Fe, thank you so much for listening. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque. Away. I'm Lisa Lacerra. It's been one year since the World Health Organization declared COVID-19 a global pandemic. President Biden said to address the nation with plans to get a back to a more normal way of life. In his first primetime address, marking one year since coronavirus-related restrictions, President Biden will direct states to make all adults eligible for a vaccine no later than May 1st. The directive is part of a plan to increase the likelihood of small gatherings by the 4th of July. President Biden will also announce a surge in pharmacies participating in the federal vaccination program and a federal website to show nearby locations with available vaccines. Jared Halpern, Fox News. This afternoon, the president signed his nearly $2 trillion coronavirus relief package into law. It's clear that an overwhelming uh, percentage of uh, the American people, Democrats, independents, or Republican friends, have made it clear, the people out there, made it clear they strongly support the American Rescue Plan. Though no Republican members of the House or Senate voted in favor of the bill, which provides another stimulus payment for most Americans, extends enhanced unemployment benefits through September and provides millions for local governments. Colorado could be dealing with more than a foot of snow in some parts of the state over the next couple days. Governor Jared Polis says now is the time to make preparations. And if you do need to go somewhere other than your home during the peak of the storm, uh, make preparations now to make sure that the vehicle that you're traveling in is equipped with snow tires and chains, uh, some uh, water. Uh, make sure that you are prepared to go a full tank of gas. Governor Polis says he has some National Guard members standing by for search and rescue efforts if needed. America is listening to Fox News. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. In life, there is no stopping. But if you do, make sure no one is behind you. Progressive Motorcycle also presents basic policies starting at $79 a year. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates annual premium for basic liability policy is not available in all states. Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect opportunity for a significant business upgrade. Save up to 45% on Dell computers built for business and powered by Intel Core processors. Plus, enjoy special pricing on Dell docks, monitors, servers, and more. All with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today to find the right tech for your business with fast free shipping. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Again, that's 877-ASK-DELL. Capping our top story, President Biden addressing the nation on this anniversary of the declaration of the COVID-19 pandemic. He says he wants to make vaccines available to all adults by May 1st and has set a goal of July 4th when Americans can get closer to normal.
A pair of gun control measures have advanced in the House, including enhanced background check legislation. The second would increase the amount of time to complete a federal background check before a sale is completed. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer vows to put the bills to a vote. The legislative graveyard is over. H.R. 8 will be on the floor of the Senate, and we will see where everybody stands. Any bill would need at least 60 votes in the 50-50 divided Senate. A former Army captain serving multiple life sentences for the 1970 murders of his pregnant wife and two young children in the so-called fatal vision case is asking to be released from federal prison. Jeffrey McDonald was convicted for the murders in 1979. He insists his family was killed by drug-crazed hippies, but prosecutors say he staged the home to imitate the Manson murders. Olympic organizers making arrangements in case foreign spectators are not allowed to travel to Tokyo this summer. Nothing is official yet, but it's widely expected that spectators from overseas will not be allowed to attend the Summer Olympics in Tokyo, scheduled to begin July 23rd, rescheduled from last summer. Because of the pandemic, the International Olympic Committee Coordination Chairman John Coates said the IOC and the Tokyo Organizing Committee are looking into ticket refunds and the implications for accommodations. Various media outlets have reported that the Olympics will not be open to spectators who need to travel from overseas. Now, we're starting to get wind of a possible plan from Olympic organizers. Jared Max, Fox News. The State House in South Carolina has approved a pair of bills that would make it easier to have beer and wine delivered to homes. I'm Lisa Lacera, and this is Fox News. Let's get this third hour underway. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. We're going to put things together starting with the weather. I know the wind's going to stay with us for the next couple of days. And rain's coming on Saturday. But for right now, not too bad. It is 63 degrees at the Rust Medical Center in Rio Rancho, 65 at the VA Hospital, and 65 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, we told you about getting across River Bridges and looking at what 15 minutes difference can make. I know, it's still tough in the South Valley. If you're making your way on Rio Bravo, the westbound trip... Still kind of tight as you make your way up to Isleta. But I-40, that accident with going to the right shoulder, all of a sudden everyone said, let's go, baby. Get these things going. And no real backup there any longer. And Paseo del Norte, still busy, but moving at least around 40 miles an hour between 2nd up to 4th Street. This traffic report brought to you by Monte Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. The home of the biggest humidor, the biggest and largest selection of blends and prices. Plus, they have tobaccos and classy pipes as well. Monte Cigar Shop, San Mateo, just north of Comanche. With that, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk.
straight, straight in uh, Joe, Joe Biden. What? What? Jill? Hey, anybody seen that? that Jill, uh, Doctor Jill was the. What am I doing here? Who am I? How am I? You know, they said I before I. They woke just woke me up from my uh, third nap of the day. They said I got to do something presidential. They said I got to be on the Edward Albee show, and and talking about rocks. You know, you know I always liked that uh, Virginia Woolf. You know, she was a real beauty. You know, ever since she started International Velvet, and then she played Cleopatra. You know, she had a lot of husbands. You know, Jill and I we used to take uh, the, the legitimate theater. You know, we all you know, I, well. I'm lunch lunch pale Joe. You know, the whole career they call me lunch pale Joe. You know, middle class Joe. <laughs> But Jill is, you know, Doctor Jill. She's a big fan of the, of the legitimate theater. So uh, it's, it's a pleasure to be talking to Edward Albee. And uh, you know, we used to take Amtrak up, uh, up from Delaware up to up to the Broadway up there. You know, and uh, oh, I'm just thinking about that Virginia Woolf boy. Those, oh, the violet eyes. You know, you know, thing. And uh, and uh, uh, I'm sorry. Where am I again, <laughs> Doctor Jill? What do you want me to do? Where? There he is. There it is, folks. Joe Biden live here in the Kiva. Radio for you. 606 of the 505 with more 411 here for you. Third hour. I am Eddie Ergon. The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA and ABU.FM. Thanks so much for being here. Boy, Ozzy Osbourne back on this day. Front door of Ozzy Osbourne's childhood home in Birmingham went up for sale because apparently the current owner was fed up with the fans defacing it all the time. Ali Mubarak. I don't think that she's a local. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> or he. <laughs> why, why exactly were they defacing it? Well, there might be something else going on there. Who owned the house in Aston, Aston Villa. Said over the years it had become a pilgrimage destination. Well, I thought that, don't they make milk uh, pilgrimage in the Mubarak family to... Uh, That's right. You know, Different like, kind of pilgrimage. Yeah. 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 They kind of come full circle there. The crazy train that is the U.S. of A. The U.S. of A. crazy train. Wow. What have we done, folks? Well, we did it to ourselves. Uh, economic crash imminent uh, at this point. 550, 5500 in terms of what we're dealing with. Hopefully you can hear us loud and clear. Anybody else having some uh, audio issues? Love to hear from you uh, as well. So let me uh, kind of cut through all the chase with everything here. People love Randy Rhodes. Every single time you play something for Black Sabbath mm-hmm. or Ozzy Osbourne, they just never forget Randy Rhodes. And in the greatest guitarist of all time, it used to be like it was Randy Rhodes, right? I think that's kind of what uh, the consensus was uh, for a very long time. A lot of uh, news to get to that I didn't even get to touch upon uh, today. And uh, there was a, a great write-up. of Somebody sent me this to me. And it talked about the center-right versus the conservative. It was uh, found... You can find it in Mike Drop Politics, micdroppolitics.com. And uh, let me just kind of give you the prelude to all this so you can kind of hear it. And I don't even need to give you the whole thing because it's a pretty lengthy article. But it talks about the separation within the Republican Party. And I think more properly defined, you know where I'm going to go with this. Uh, let me just read a couple, first couple of paragraphs, excuse me. Going out of his way to poke his finger in the eye of every America First supporter, melancholy Mitch McConnell proclaimed that the GOP is a center-right party. Calvin Coolidge must have been moaning in his grave over that one. In real terms, of course, what the center-right means is going along with the Democrats to get along with, you guessed it, Democrats. Center-right folks don't make the waves, not even when it comes to losing elections. On the contrary, center-right Republicans are downright proud of the fact that they know how to lose with dignity. Useful idiots like John McCain and Mitt Romney are poster boys for the lose with dignity crowd. So 
center-right Republicans, it doesn't matter if the election is lost because of obvious widespread cheating. No, they don't care. Any comments about Democrat cheating, no matter how overwhelming the evidence may be, is strictly verboten. I know Senator John Thune felt so strongly about this that he said he was willing to risk being primaried for proclaiming that China Joe won the 2020 election fair and square. So here we are. We are now listening to Joe Biden. He is completely and totally incoherent, needs multiple naps, always has Kamala Harris by his side. Uh, a lot of people have started, uh, I'm not even kidding, this is a real thing. There's people, there's a betting line out there, ladies and gentlemen, for how long he's going to stay in office. Wow. It's not even a running joke. This isn't like, is he going to be reelected in 2024? It's, uh, will he make it past spring, summer, uh, July 4th? Will he make it into 2022 at this point? Will they do the 25th Amendment? Look it up, Dowd. It's right there. Mm -hmm. They started running this line on this. And your Democrats here locally, like it was featured on the front page of the Albuquerque Journal this morning, and you've got uh, all the Democrats, and this is just nothing but propaganda and marketing. And they say, billions and billions for New Mexico virus relief package. How many of these, and that is the worst expression I've ever seen on the uh, on Michelle Lujan Grisham's face. <laughs> I thought the one that you normally post, where she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know I think this one. <laughs> she, she literally looks like she is holding on to something in her mouth, and she got away with something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's staring at you right in the face. She's like, yeah, you F with me now. F with me now. I mean, it feels, really feels like that. So it starts out like this. It says $9 billion could be flowing into New Mexico. Nothing's flowing into New Mexico but federal money. None of these people know how to create a job. Uh, the casino uh, uh, history of one uh, Senator, Ben Ray Lujan, can you believe? I would have gone for a weatherman all day long over a casino blackjack dealer. Seriously. Who had an uh, important father. Uh, this other lady, Teresa Fernandez Leger or Leger Fernandez, she's a fancy. And then you have uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham and uh, Martin Heinrich discuss the virus relief package. What if we had a congressional delegation that was up in Washington, D.C. on behalf of the state of New Mexico? And uh, they were reading to you the level of dependency in terms, and you heard it, there's like $29,000 debt per citizen. Unfunded liabilities to pay for the government worker, about 19000 an additional $12,000 in GDP debt that's coming in. And, by the way, the app that you want to look at, I'm not going to tell you. Don't worry about it. This is something that we should look critically at because we don't have the ability to sort of dig ourselves out of this hole, and we're just going to keep digging ourselves into this hole, into this hole. What, that $9 billion? You don't think that there's going to have some sort of strings on top of it? $9 billion? Okay, put your hands up, ladies and gentlemen. Who knows the GDP on an annualized basis of the state of New Mexico? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? Hundred billion dollars, one tenth of the entire GDP of the state of New Mexico. Now let's think about when they come and tell us about how much we've grown. Oh, we've done well. We've done well. Our economy grew by fourteen percent. Uh, all these people had additional money. They were finally getting out and spending this money. Oh, we finally have a reason to open up. You now we have to go and spend that money someplace. That's exactly what this whole thing is about. They are going into 2022, and they're going to use this line to pitch to people to let them know the economic bounce back is back, baby. Yep. But what they're not going to tell you is where it came from. And you will have been cycled through enough news cycles that you will forget to where it has come from. But I, Eddie Aragon, will be there to remind them all the way along. My elephant uh, 
not personality, but my my elephant memory will certainly bring. I get accused of you remember everything. You remember it. Why do you remember so much? Stop remembering things. Right. Like, you know, there's like, don't hold you know, people accountable. Just forget <laughs> everything and move on. Yeah. Right. So here we are. We get nine billion dollars, and Joe Monahan's right. He's like, whoa, cash infusion. Uh, look at the front page of Joe Monahan. Down. Uh, oh, see do what I have to? Say. They're already <laughs> taking credit for the economic bounce back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They didn't have to create one job. They didn't have to invest one penny. They didn't have to do anything. All they had to do was print paper. Well, you know what? I'm going to hold right around their neck. I'm going to tell them, you know how much your debt went up? Oh, you don't think you'll ever have to pay it? We'll never have to pay the piper? No doubt about it, folks. We haven't created any more jobs. We don't have any more infrastructure. There's nothing new that's coming here. There's just more gravy training that's going on and really pushing back against the inevitable downfall of this state unless we decide to diversify and no not by creating the new pot industry folks with uh what did he say millions of, of <laughs> 11,000 new jobs yeah some uh, of them in regulation just like the spaceport had 2200 new jobs <laughs> oh, yeah, so they're just blowing through the and then you let you sit there and you see these top heavy jobs there's like 12 jobs that are all administrative and they're all administrating the administrators basically themselves i bet you down there they're just sitting there and it's like Hmm. I just wish we. I uh, have to leave by about three thirty, so I can yeah. travel to get home and lost cruise. A lot of Facebooking, video games. Oh yeah. That's but Eddie, you're so right about the the asymmetry. And, and on this network, on KIVA, back in late March, uh, in the on the morning show, the national show, Glenn Beck, Steve, uh, 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 Moore, Steve oh, Moore, Steve Moore, okay, uh, was was talking to Glenn Beck. I think right around the time that first bailout passed, or talking the twenties of March, like mid twenties, early twenties, right. a year ago, and he said. No one has no one has yet figured out. And it was a brilliant insight on his part. You've got MLG type. He didn't say MLG, but you've got governors. He probably was talking about guys like Cuomo back then. You've got governors shutting down their economy, laying waste to their economy, expect, you know, betting on the come, saying we're going to be bailed out from Washington. Exactly. So, so they were creating the conditions whereby the lobbyists and you know people who claim to care about the poor and the unemployed and the suffering can channel all those trillions back into state governments so the governors paid no price for this they paid no price so they could wreck their economies and expect the bailout expecting biden to kick bad orange man out and it kind of worked out exactly as steve moore said it would and uh we're uh we're in a lot of trouble people <laughs> right here there's one time a day that michelle lujan grisham is catholic and it's right about the time where she has to look at non, uh, money and numbers. And she turns to one saint. Uh, Rudy, I'm going to let you get a get a lick in on this. What saint do you think she prays to, Rudy? Anthony. Mm, I'm going to give you one more chance because you've got to know uh, who she's paying attention to. I can't. Anthony, looking for... Patron my... saint of federal subsidies? Who, who Patron saint of lost causes. Ah, oh, so yeah, you. Which is... Uh, there you go, Rudy. I knew you'd get that. You're a good New Mexico Catholic. Uh, great St. Jude uh, up there on the uh, west side. Uh, the uh, pastor of that, uh, I forget exactly from what uh, um, Asian country that he's from. He is the sweetest, nicest, best priest. Uh, that I've heard since Father Juan Mendez uh, uh, retired and went into retirement. He's, he's wonderful. He's amazing. So here's the crazy part about this on this crazy, crazy train called New Mexico, this gravy, gravy train that is New Mexico. These four individuals, Heinrich Fernandez Legere, Michelle Lujan Grisham, and Ben Ray Lujan, will all, and mark my words, folks, go back to, well, let's, go, let's go back to the tape, March 11th. 2021, when Eddie Aragon says that these four individuals are going to attempt to take credit for the resurgence of the economy, the growth of the GDP, 
Does anybody remember when that huge spike happened and the growth in the GDP? We had the worst GDP in history in the second quarter and the best in the third quarter of 2020. Did it help Donald Trump? Well, nothing could help Donald Trump because i just say those were uh, some quirky machines out there. We'll just uh, leave it at that. But $9 billion. Our state budget is $7 billion. Where do you think that money is going to get... Uh, where do you think that money is going to get allocated to? <laughs> where will it get funneled to? That's going to be returned 40? to all of the medical uh, cannabis purchasers. Right. We're expecting the refunds coming back. So this is why I say we got it. We don't need it. We'll never be it. You're going to need 400 years of medical cannabis to get $9 billion in revenue. The $2.5 billion for New Mexico governments includes $1.6 billion for the state, $407 million for counties, $177 million for metro areas, and $119 million for other local governments. Of that $177, city of Albuquerque will get $114 million. Berlioz County will get $132 million. Yes, St. Jude answers all prayers, including those for one Michelle Lujan Grisham. Because let's just think of... If for a moment Trump got reelected, he did, but he didn't. But uh, yeah, he did, but he what? Huh? Trump's not your president. <laughs> this is really sad, right? It doesn't matter. He only got 14 more million more votes than he got before, and uh, Joe Biden got 20 million more votes than uh, Barack Obama. Hey, but who's counting? 157 you know, out of 58 all <laughs> weather counties, but still up no, there. No, no, thank you, there, folks. The handouts they are thick. And they're going to create such a level of dependency until they tip that thing over and then we're all dependent and you're addicted to that government cheese. And you're going to say, when's the next bailout? When's the next bailout? And Wall Street is absolutely addicted to this at this point. Look at the stock price of Amazon, for example. I think it's like 30. I don't even I didn't even bother to look at the stock market because I didn't want to pay attention to its impact and the uh, irrational exuberance that's happening today. But yesterday we were at 32,485 or uh, 40. 32,553 close today. Yeah, so, so up we, again, we, we went up uh, 100 points. NASDAQ is at uh, 13,5. S&P, as I tell you, as I told you, is S&P over 4,000? I think it is. Uh, ju- just under 3,944. So we are looking at uncharted territory with trillions upon trillions of dollars. I think Apple is worth like two point. One trillion. Microsoft is about two trillion. Google's about one and a half trillion dollars. Like that's insane amount of money. The U.S. government doesn't have enough money to cover those three companies. And if you look at those companies and their total valuation, which includes Apple, Microsoft, Google, and you look at them, MAGA. Right? You also want to include Amazon in all of that. You're looking at one half, one half of our total GDP. For the year 2020, GDP is roughly about 18 trillion dollars. Is what it's coming in. At. Amazon's a 1.6 trillion market cap. There you cap go. Right now. There you go. One market company, cap one for company. these, and they will constitute half. Folks, communism is here and it's here to stay unless you get it out of your way, unless you do the big breakups for big tech. Again, this requires some oblique thinking, putting some different ways of looking at this because you know I I, I can tell you at, at the end of my life. Ultimately, the government's going to get the cost-benefit analysis, and well, you know, we're going to be like uh, uh, the emperor in, uh, in in Gladiator, where the crowd gets to choose thumbs up or thumbs down to see how they want to take out the Spaniard. This is unbelievable. This billions in virus relief is basically putting a rope around the neck of the state of uh, of the state of New Mexico, in my opinion.
And what are we talking about? We're talking about civil rights. We're talking about, I believe, packaged liquor, I guess home delivery now, mm -hmm. uh, legalizing cannabis. Uh, we're also talking about paying our athletes. Everybody else is getting paid. I was, this is be the one time to go ahead and, and do that. Whatever happened when you, when you could just pay an athlete to say, hey, one of these days, sir, when you're uh, past the age of 26, you're not going to be able to play football, basketball, or, or any of those things anymore. And wouldn't you want a good education? <laughs> no. We don't value education anymore, so we want to start paying our athletes, which, well, one way or another, if, they, if, if the state... I, I, the the uh, the irony of when this is proposed, and uh, Senator Mark Morris has decided to uh, make this very untimely proposal. How are you going to pay athletes when you're bleeding thirteen point eight million dollars from the University of New Mexico athletic department? Where's that money going to come from? Don't we have to cover that debt? No, no, we don't, right? Because Joe Biden, after Michelle Lujan Grisham killed. The football program, the basketball program, and she single-handedly killed these soccer programs because she didn't want to revive it all. What do you get? <laughs> well, you get bailed out for all of your bad decisions because orange man bad, essentially, at the end of the day. Incidentally, the uh, Lobos last night uh, closed off their worst year in its history without bouncing the ball one time in its home arena for the first time in its history, thanks to... The leadership under the tutelage, I used to like when they said that uh, about um, you know college basketball teams in the nineteen, you know, the, t under the tutelage of uh, Jimmy Valvano, Jimmy V. Trust me, the pits of best day are best days are well behind us at least for the next decade, if not two. University of Mexico finished six and sixteen overall, two and fifteen in Mountain West. It tied for the lowest number and. We got rid of our... You know what? You know who we blamed? We didn't blame Michelle Lujan Grisham. No, we decided to fire the coach. To fire the coach who didn't even get to coach in his own arena. And I find his name completely ironic, Dowd. As I was looking at this, I'm like, oh, wow. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I talked to my friend who's the play-by-play -play guy, uh, Paul, over for Fresno State Bulldogs. Great guy. Last name is Weir. I'm like, Paul Weary. You know, I'm just thinking, uh, Coach Weary, because he's weary of being here. He's a young guy, 41, great team, good recruiting. Maybe he wasn't the best. I think he would have gotten it, but he didn't even get a chance. Didn't even get a chance. And all against the backdrop, while the media is running its cover for none other than, you guessed it, Michelle Lujan Grisham. Because they decide to publish this crap today in the Albuquerque Journal. They did a great job. The editorial staff, let me give you a uh, you know an attaboy once again. You guys did good for going after pot. But you totally missed the boat on the argument. I beat you to the argument. Yet again. Because okay? you guys couldn't see in a bigger, broader picture. Yes, it's all about the responsibility. I guess if we get the responsibility right, then we can legalize it. And only if this. and only No, it's not even about that. I thought their whole entire argument the entire time was the amount of money. But remember, not only did we kill Trump in the state of New Mexico, anybody anybody guess what else we killed in the state of New Mexico in the year 2020? Anybody? Anybody? She's about to get uh, brought in on Monday. Her name, Deborah Holland. Uh, that is a Norwegian last name. I'll have you know. Not Native American. Down. Deborah Holland. Deborah Holland. Uh, we'll confirm her. First Native American. Well, looking at our papers, she doesn't seem that way. What did we kill? Oil and gas. So the governor gets the cover of some beneficiary journalism.
Governor concerned about Biden leasing halt. Albuquerque Journal. She's really concerned about the Biden administration's recent decision to pause new oil and gas leasing on federal land. What? Am I, I must be crazy at this point. Wasn't this the woman that wanted to go ahead and uh, she wanted to be 100% energy independent, yep. uh, renewable energy by 2045, also known as the Green New Deal? Yep. The woman's crazier than Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She says you're not going to get it as far as fast. If you're looking for an innovation in environmental policy, you're going to stall that. This was a woman who was literally getting paid off by all the environmental groups. She was leading the charge. This is the same woman who was standing in front of a bunch of damn solar panels while she's giving her two-and-a-half-minute speech to the Democratic National Committee. Does anybody realize what's happening here? I would think, at this point, we as New Mexicans can make some level of understanding as to who's really hoodwinking us. Run amok, bamboozle. Who's doing this? It's the Democrats. This is all a unbelievable magic trick at this point. You get the money from Washington. You say how bad COVID is. You blame the medical problem on uh, the fact that Donald Trump didn't get it done, even though he has a vaccine that the companies didn't want to release because we told them to hold it back because we don't like the guy. And we had Fauci running interference the entire time. And then we told each of the states you do what you want. We had the head of the Democratic Governor Association, Michelle Lujan Grisham, the entire time in 2020, despite the fact that you might want to double-check today, doubt whether or not she's asked Mario Cuomo or I Andrew Cuomo checked, to you know, design. It's been about 48 hours. Let me uh, check. 48 hours, then we should uh, <laughs> double-check again, because it's all about the Me Too movement the entire time. And in spite of the water hitting James Hallinan's crotch and splattering all over the place, uh, okay, all the news coverage ends on December 27th. And... We have these massive revenues that go away, and then Joe Biden gets in, and we say, you got to print the money, you got to print the money, we need the money. And New Mexico's budget, she hardly cuts it because she was hedging her bets. She was running casino like her uh, cousin, Ben Ray Lujan, and there you go. They get the money, they get the win, and next year they'll get all the bennies because, hey, the economy grew by leaps and bounds year over year, 25%, 30%. Well, yeah, it's because you had a shutdown. You had our bars, you had our clubs, you had our restaurants, you had our clothing stores, you had everybody that was essential and non-essential, and the rich got richer under the Democrats. Dow, do we have anything? Yeah, uh, last three statements from the Democratic Governors oh, Association. Uh, number one issued today, uh, DGA statement on, you guessed it, the American Rescue Plan. I knew it. They think it's just great. It is. Uh, yes, statement yes. before that was yesterday's flailing Michigan GOP loses another top potential 2022 candidate. Wow. And number three, uh, Las Vegas Sun uh, editorial board praises Democratic Governor Steve Sisolak for striking the right note on pandemic response. No, 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 so classy. no, 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 Crime is up, education's way down. Hey, but they're printing money, and you're feeling pretty good, okay, pretty all right about your 401k. I'm not wishing anything bad on this country because I'm not Bill Maher. But unfortunately, folks, I forgot to review with you yesterday, talking about how the next crash is just ahead of us.
It will re- it will rival 1929 and 2000. It will be that bad. You can find this where? Would that be Fox News? Would that that be the the American Spectator? No. That's on Bloomberg. Bloomberg, the same man who spent a hundred million dollars in Florida to defeat Trump. Michael Bloomberg, the same man that spent 250 million nationwide. Uh, went after what was it the what was his gun group uh, every town from and he paid for two attorneys in our local attorney general's office as well and has had them and continues to have right so pretty incredible hopefully that gives you a good uh, round the horn perspective of uh, all the news that's out there and uh, we'll go ahead and check very quickly on uh, weather and traffic when we return right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA ABQ.FM AM 1490 KRSN and Rock of Talk TV. You can find us for Roku. Isn't that cool? The, the Roku, the Amazon Fire and the Apple TV. We'll put ourselves on there and they don't really get anything on that as well. We're just on the platform. It's uh, not very much to go ahead and make that happen. So Back and forth. Flowers never happened for me. Sleeping the day off, watching the night fall, covering nowhere. Winter is here and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And this is Tico Venturi. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now. There are a lot of unknowns going into 2021 for real estate. What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong, interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable, and the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low. Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity and you missed out don't wait to sell and miss out this time home buyers are waiting call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start preparing to sell their home early enough if 2021 is a year you're going to move up move out or move on time to give us a call hire us the number one real estate team in new mexico call now 448-8888 or on the web welcomehomeabq.com The best time to protect your vehicle from being stolen is before it's too late. Unfortunately, Albuquerque and the surrounding area is among the highest in the nation for auto theft. Secure your vehicle today with Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device. RevelcoNM.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you know what your building is worth? Would you like to get a free cost analysis within 24 hours? We can help. Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. 
Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad and the Candy Lady, a national landmark and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com, a tribute to Breaking Bad and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today, 250-3754, or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 771- 3937. Life Spring at Salon Helena, Albuquerque's home for Kangen water. Life springs from the water you drink. Alkaline water is healthy water. Change the water you drink. Change your life. Go to water.theplaceilike.com. All right, time to put things together starting with the weather. While it's windy through Friday, it's going to be rainy on Saturday, but still, temps are going to be pretty nice. Up to 70 on Friday. Look at this, 62 degrees at the Santa Ana Star, now 63 at Expo New Mexico, and 62 at the Rock of Talk. All right, look at this drive on Coors Boulevard. 
I don't see any accidents, but now it's northbound Coors from Quail. So that's basically kind of right after you get off 540. Northbound on Coors all the way from Quail to Montano, under 20 miles an hour. A little late in the game for that, but something may be wrong there, so just be aware of that. May want to try Unser instead tonight. All right, as far as uh, tomorrow, just wake up in the morning knowing that you should go out early if you got to go on Wyoming. Southbound between Claremont out to Apache, which is just beyond Manal. Look out. They only have one left lane to get by on unless they finish that construction tonight, and they won't. So it's going to be a tough drive in the morning. This traffic report brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Companion care, reasonable rates, great people there. Uh, They'll do things with folks like household services, mobile assistance, meal preparation. Amazing people ready to help. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services takes insurance as well as pay clients. Connect with Amazing Grace by going to homecare.theplaceilike.com. Let's dive back into the rock of talk. children well at the same time you're like re-indoctrinating there's the kent state stuff they can't kill us all i mean this is a, it's a whole animated teacher children well uh there on youtube and then oh. bob, bobby kennedy i mean just you gotta you gotta go check that out find that uh, video put that out there uh to the, well, i think if anything we you know if anyone we should take advice from it's 60s rock musicians yeah. because their own lives worked out so well regarding their personal relationships their drug addictions and we should learn from those folks. Right? Yeah, Graham Nash. Uh, he came in that movie, uh, This Is 40, which I found oh. uh, endlessly. Have you ever seen that? No, no, no. It's endlessly fascinating. Funny. Oh, my gosh. And and there we go with that. Uh, what was that uh, redhead in that movie? Was, there's another one. Uh, but she's crazy liberal, married to one of those uh, Hollywood directors. And then I didn't never watch the movie. Oh, John Apatow made that movie, right? Yeah, Apatow, yeah. his wife, and his two daughters are both in that movie. Right. His wife and his two daughters appear in only films by the...